Hi guys, and welcome back to episode number 52 of the Couch on Ice podcast. Got a few games to chat about and some, it's American Thanksgiving yesterday, so it's that time of the year where we start guessing whether teams will make the playoffs, so we'll probably do that today, but before we get into some hockey news, let's throw it over to Jordan to start, since he actually celebrated a weird-ass holiday in the middle of November. Jordan, how was your American <laughs> Thanksgiving for the first time ever? It, it was good. We we cooked us a honey ham. We had oh, yeah. stuffing. We had mashed potatoes. We had a, the fixins. Um, candied yams. Never had yams in my life. <laughs> I didn't like oh. it. He loves it, man. Yeah, sweet, sweet potatoes are decent. It's man. basically like sweet potatoes. Oh yeah, I don't like sweet potatoes, so like. <laughs> I can't really. It was an experience. It was it was really good though. The food was That's really sweet. really good. Was it weird like celebrating Thanksgiving for a second time in a month? <laughs> it, it honestly, it just felt like a early Christmas eating. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So what's yeah? Bef- it's basically Christmas to those guys down there. Yeah. Uh, before I throw it over weird. to Chase, why don't you give us a little rundown? How's it been in in Nevada since you've been there? Give us give us yeah. your little like past week of what you've been doing it's been good the the first day was an adjustment which i didn't honestly think about just but jet I lagged or al- what altitude sickness oh really interesting yeah it's a lot higher up here huh. so i was getting mm. used to the oxygen and all that shit that makes sense nice that sucks um, <laughs> yeah it, it was just really the first night and then the second morning right um, but i'm good now i haven't really experienced anything so um but really we've just been eating a lot of good food we've been hanging out we did some shopping together able to actually go out and do shit (laughs) yeah we've been exploring around carson city what's all about there so what do you what is like what's there to do there anything like interesting i don't know anything about carson city uh not really it's it's it's, is it like a mooshaw is it like okay so mooshaw Oh, okay. it's pretty. A modern Mushja. Gotcha. A retirement city that looks nice. So, yeah, exactly. Modern Mushja. It's a great way to put it. Gonna head up any hockey games while you're there? We might. There might go to a, a Vegas game? I wish. That's that's on the agenda. That's That'd on the agenda. I even brought that up. That would be amazing. That'd be like number one yeah. thing to do if I was there. Yeah. That's the plan one day is to head to Vegas and we're gonna go see a, a Jack oh, yeah. Michael game. That's... Yeah, you gotta go when Jack Eichel comes too, man. No doubt. That'd be sweet. Um, so how far is Vegas from where you're living there? Is where are you? Yeah, uh, it's City, about eight hours, Holy so it's fuck. a drive, but That's... like it's not unrealistic. Takes a minute to get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to like what Edmonton? Uh, yeah, Edmonton-ish, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So it's take. a it's a day trip, but like it, it's worth it if you're spending at least. A week. Well, you'll you'll be spending the weekend there in Vegas. Like that's something exactly. you can do for exactly. a couple of days for sure. So sweet. Yeah, awesome. You're having a dope time. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so happy. Fuck yeah. Um, well, I'll throw it over to Chase then, and he can talk about his lavish week. Chase, did you travel anywhere super nice where you got to wear shorts or what? <laughs> yeah, I do it every day in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> meditate somewhere sweet and disappear into the universe you know yeah, it is nice <laughs> yeah, no nothing like no. that you've been, you've been freezing your balls off like me 
Yeah, just basically look outside, see it's cold, and be like, hmm, that's nice. <laughs> stay in here then, I guess. <laughs> uh, guess I ain't taking the garbage out today. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, like the greatest thing of the day. <laughs> taking the garbage out? Oh, yeah. You should probably find new things to do during your day, Chase. If that's the no if that's the no peak, doubt. I'm a little worried. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. you should have tagged no. along with Jordan there and went to Nevada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get altitude sickness yeah. with him instead of just looking forward like, oh I can't wait till five o'clock so I can take out the garbage. Oh, yeah, man. Waiting for the garbage man all week. Oh, I'm well. I'm just glad that we moved the podcast a little day later, so I won't hear the garbage truck outside because our garbage bin's like right outside our place, and it's loud as fuck when he comes and takes it. So can't complain about that. Um, but should we should we jump in some games? Because I got nothing interesting that I did to talk about this week. Actually, I got one thing that I did this week that <laughs> Kennedy called me really weird about it and i'm starting to wonder if she's right um i found out every time i watch a hockey game because it's not often i'll watch like the starting ceremony of games ever like the national anthems and stuff i found out that every time that they play a national anthem i naturally take my hat off because i'm always wearing a hat wow (laughs) i don't know why i've never noticed this and it's not something where i'm like oh it's the national anthem i I gotta remember to take my hat off i just do it (laughs) and she called me it's really weird because she called me out on it she's just like did you you just take your hat off when they said take your hat off i'm like oh yeah i guess i did i didn't even read (laughs) i'm just a drone so i presume (laughs) i I based right now based on how you guys are acting i can tell that's a little like not normal (laughs) all i'm hearing is that we're just living in a simulation (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, seems to make sense i don't know maybe i'm just on autopilot and i do it I used to go to lots of Warrior no, games no. and like I, I used to I don't know I do it every time I live game because like that's normal like you don't want to be the one asshole wearing a hat during the national anthem and I'm not like the biggest uh, patriot I'm of all time like, ever. I found myself a lot of times just walking to my seat or something like that like just so far away in the middle of nowhere during the uh, anthem. All the, yeah, like, yeah, enough, like in the hallways. <laughs> I never do. You're that awkward guy just kind of standing there in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, most people are not, like, nobody's stopped. Like, you're in the hallway, oh. you can hardly hear it. And you're, like, oh, really? Like, yeah. I'm at my seat every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every time. I've, I've missed it quite a few times. But, I'm also yeah, it's really. Strange. Like, even if you're, if it's going on and you're in the hallways, like, I don't know which building it was, but it just wasn't, like, crazy loud. So, right. Like, I don't know. Nobody really stopped and uh, yeah. And I don't know. Everybody was still walking to wherever they needed to go because, like, well, it's the start of the game. I need to. I'm still trying to get my seat. You know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm just weird, I guess, because like I just I don't leave my seat during games, like any sporting event, really. Like unless it's intermission, I don't leave my seat ever. If I, I, I no, I, I can't. Go to the bathroom, and then I gotta get my. Oh yeah. My oh, drink and my I'll hold. Yeah. I what I yeah. do is since I've been well since I've at least been legal age I go I get a drink or a couple I get a couple drinks and I put them under my seat so I always have a drink ready during the period <laughs> and then I take a piss during the marriage I just can't like I hate when people are like trying to cut across me during the game 
So I don't like being that person. So I always sit and I, when I'm at a sporting event, I'm glued to the game. Like I, I can be the most boring person to go to a game with sometimes because I just don't talk because I'm focused on just watching the game and analyzing every little thing that happens in it, even like a WHL game. Cause I'm just, I get that. you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I love going to games though. Like the atmosphere, yeah, like no. being around people like that in just the yeah, feeling no, of it. Like is that awful. When it comes to watching games, like actually at the game, I'll definitely be there the whole period. Unless they like actually have to piss or something. Oh, I'll piss myself only before I get up in the middle of the intercept. The only time I'm leaving during a period is like late at the end of the period, and I want to go get food so I can yeah, actually okay, get back yeah. before the if, next period starts. <laughs> if it's if it's like nothing happening in the first period or like one team's blowing it out, uh, it's like yeah, okay, I'll, like, I'll get a I'll get an early beer so I'm not standing in line the whole second intermission. Yeah, exactly. Because you can watch the game walking around up top usually in some well in some True. places. I just don't like missing anything because I've seen like there's been a couple times where I went to like. Whether it was like, uh, um, oh my god, what are old players, alumni games, Jesus Christ. Um, like, I, I'll go to alumni games and they'll do like some crazy ass breakaway goal and I wasn't paying attention and they scored. Like, I remember going to a, a London Knights alumni game and Robbie Shrimp like, was on a two-on-one and he flipped the puck up in the air to himself and batted it out of midair and put it top corner. And I missed wow. that. Like, I saw, I've seen the highlights after now, but like, <laughs> I, I i was at the game and i missed it because i just was not paying attention or something yeah. and so now i i feel like That's i'm right. gonna miss every cool thing ever and yeah. i don't yeah. so i pay attention at any moment so that might be <laughs> that, that might be why when it comes, when it comes, to, like NHL, yeah. when it comes yeah. to like nhl games i usually are i'm definitely watching the whole thing i Missing anything of an NHL game, but yeah, no. See, and I'm so I'm so intrigued to see these much. young like, kids. Like, who's gonna be the next like NHL player, like legit NHL player? I love <laughs> yeah, trying to yeah. look for that. So, but no, uh, <laughs> let's ease off of what me watching the game and get into some actual games to talk about. Uh, do you want to kick it off, Chase? Do you have any games to discuss? Uh. Well, I can talk about my wings quick because we beat the Blues, and yep. I thought that was, I was super proud of that. Like, wow, nice. Raymond um, Raymond scoring in that too, so always nice. Oh yeah, for well, we, the only reason we win games is because he shows up and gets him a and point Cider the like changed like, yes, your team. <laughs> him and Cider yeah, changed they, everything well, about your did. team. Well, and Nedeljkovic too. I think he's been a huge part, but. I like honestly, like I've said even before, like I don't think you can even like Bernier played crazy good last he year. He did play like, crazy we, good. We just had no team. Like you were not gonna no get team. a better player in net than Bernier last year. No, he was no. too so, good like, last year. It's hard to feel great about how Ned, Ned like how he's doing, how Ned's doing, just because of that fact. Like, the team's bad, awesome. but that's where like, I can see it though. Like he's keeping them in games. Exactly. They're, hey, that that's the biggest thing. Like what year mm-hmm. was it? Two years ago that. Every probably seventy of the games you weren't in it at all. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. like, and we getting... did no idea where our goal ending was. Yeah, going, exactly. You know? so... The end of the Jimmy Howard age and all that. Yeah, stuff. So and at least I had to like literally at... get a new new goalie in. Yeah, and, so I, and at least Nedeljkovic is like what is he twenty five? So yeah, exactly. Hey, like he's yeah, young. He's still got lots of time up against the Blues. So. Yes. So yeah, super good. Super Anyways, good. It, uh, yeah, no, he's dive been, into it. He's, 
He's been solid, man. Uh, like I said a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago, he really looked like he settled in that one game, and yeah. it's really starting to show. Hey, like holy. yes, for sure. Um, but either way, Larkin, man, I'm really starting to get the feels for this guy. He's, He's good, man. really might be becoming a little bit more than I guess we all because yeah. like, we all yeah, hey, he so great because right? we, we all kind of yeah. hoped he would be so great, but like it's not really like it was. For sure, that that's who he is, sort of thing. The last I had years, pretty you know? high expectations his first two or three years in, so in the NHL. I think NHL. you can bring those high expectations back, is what I'm getting yeah, at. I don't know if he's going to do it, but you know, I'm going to wait can... till the end of the year. But I'm not saying no at all. Exactly. <laughs> Give hey. me a bit more time of him doing this, and I'll be like, yeah, absolutely, he could be a number one. Team. I I'm so excited for this guy in the Olympics. He's going to love that, and I think I hope, I hope he flourishes because that's what he needs to make him even, even better, to really yeah. take that next step. The Olympics is a big, big tool for Larkin and, here. So nothing but great things coming out of him. The guy's got 10 goals, man. It's pretty sweet, yeah. pretty sweet. Um, weird, us getting stats. That's actually strange. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you listen to our start of the year and stuff, and the stats I was spitting out about these teams and their offenses, like, holy crap. It's just completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, these guys in, like, Anaheim. like just Yeah, there's a couple teams. Not not uh, even close Columbus, Columbus as well. Yeah, they actually score. Hey? Yeah, uh, a lot actually. About... They actually scored quite a bit compared. <laughs> People like, are ripping they have 60 uh, goals for uh, sucking all the, sucking the life out of all these players and all that stuff. And People are kind of right. Sorry, seems sucking right. Production. Oh yeah, definitely. He well, was clearly not like to, just like Babcock. You know, he's not there to help you get mad points or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, like Datsuk and Zetterberg were never going to get 100 points because he <laughs> didn't play that style of game. Yeah. He wouldn't even play you enough to do that. <laughs> no, it's yeah, crazy. He Dano for his last 1,500 games. So whatever. Um, but yeah, no, sorry, I'm just going to just let me Go cut on. it. Sorry, just let me cut in on this with Columbus while we were on the topic. For goals yeah. four, they are 10th in the NHL. <laughs> That's really yeah, good for Columbus. The old Cole Sillinger, man, has man, been dope. just... The wow. only player left from this previous draft who's still in the NHL. Yeah, big old Boom Jenner just sniping Geno's all the time, man. Like I love throw Boone. the C on his chest and He's call it a day, hey. I love Boom Jenner. He's so next, good. next, you um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you don't you don't have any more on the Detroit Blues game you want to bring up? No, I just wanted to talk about just, a couple guys there. Those guys, okay. Uh, Jordan, I'll throw it to you. Do you have any games that you were able to watch? Yeah, the uh, the Caps win over Montreal. Oh boy, yeah, we can. Uh, we'll both talk about this because I got yeah. my 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 stuff on the Habs. I talked about too, but pile back on. <laughs> I'll start this off. Do you guys? I don't know if you guys got this stat chilling, but he's like a goal or so away from this uh, power play goal record that Dave Andrewtruck has. Who is uh, Ovi? Ovi? Oh, okay. I'm not sure. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, That's he's like one goal away, so he's on the verge of. Not surprised. <laughs> he's mm -hmm. like, he's been the best power play scorer of all time, if not the best scorer in the NHL of all he time. He will be soon enough because yep. he will top Andrew Chuck pretty soon here. That's for sure. And next will be Gretzky. But sorry, Jordan, continue with the, the Habs and Washington game. No, it was it was just a goal fest. <laughs> That's why I was saying just pile on. Have anything? Yeah. To... 
Um, it's nice to see Caulfield bag one. Yeah. Especially yep. on his return back to the NHL. Yeah, in the second game. Back yeah, and, exactly. Well, it's not like um, he, he didn't. I'll tell you one thing. He definitely didn't do anything against Pittsburgh when we played them. Did one had one shift where I noticed him on the ice. Coughing yeah. Ice. Someone I was worried about on the ice every time was Goldsey. Schultz? Was, oh, really? Yeah, I was really disappointed in his performance against Montreal. At least it was against Montreal. Yeah, at least against Montreal. He's probably a better defenseman than any Habs defenseman, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's not looking good in Montreal. Um, things are really rough, but I've got some things on them because I got a couple to- uh, headlining topics to bring up that I'll talk about. But I'll jump into the two quick games with Pittsburgh. I'll quickly go through them. So first was the Jets. And the Jets are good, man. Jets are real good. Um, but they gave up in the third period, So Pitts- and Jari played well, so Pittsburgh won 2-1. Uh, Crosby's starting to figure it out, but he's still... You can definitely tell he had surgery on his wrist. His passing isn't as crisp. Uh, his shot isn't well, and he's still as coming accurate. coming back from all that oh, yeah. good shit. Dude, yeah, right? the protocol stuff. Like, it's... Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, hard. so it's not easy. But he's starting to find his way. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh yeah, I needs think people are jumping the gun on Crosby. Oh, for sure. He'll just need some time, right? Because like you said, it was surgery that he had plus being on his wrist that's protocol. been injured for seven years. Yeah, exactly. So, right. Like we lost what, twenty twenty three to twenty six from Crosby, like of his age. Oh, pretty much. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially with the concussions and everything. He was gone right? like, half a season. I'm pretty sure he's missed half of a season, like three times two times at least so at least close to half has been a lot so yeah no he's always bounced back i'm not too worried about sid but our defense needs to be better at counter like defending counters because oh boy we let in a lot or let a lot of chances go we lose a lot of games to off the rush goals because our defense just kind of gets lost so i kind of want them to tighten that up uh but yeah hellebuck he didn't look like super super focused he kind of looked like he was daydreaming on a a goal on one of the goals that won the game but so he's be been it. like that this year he's like, been a he little been, bit he's, he's been, been solid still against, it was the same thing against uh columbus yeah yeah he was bad yeah he he definitely does seem to either zone out superly or you know, yeah he's like, either the best in the league or he's just kind of daydreaming yeah, yeah, and, and even when he's daydream like is pretty decent. Yeah, the team does that. I would, I would say it's you know, more the team. Like it's, it is the team as well that does that. Like they, they kind of just puck some watch. weird. Yeah, like I don't, I'm just, I had a good explanation, kind of how, how it kind of goes for those. Like it's just, it is strange with that team because yeah. they are doing all very the talented. Right. They're not doing anything wrong or anything like that. It's not that they're not creating chances, but like the actual will, and like. It's almost like they go into a game and they're like, this will work. Like, this script, all you have to do is make these plays. Yeah. It'll go in, hey. And, and then they, they all autopilot like, it's too just, much. But it's just too autopilot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's just the, the goals aren't going in because, well, you're not you moving their feet fast enough. Or something yeah. Like that, you it's know? as like, simple as, like, taking an extra stride that they don't do. Like, that might yeah, cha- maybe, that hey. could change, like, a lot of their lax looking play if they gave an extra stride every shift 
that's it. Like an extra but hard push. Are, so, but this is a good team problem. It's a good team. That's yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good team for old Winnipeg having a having a great teams problem. They've like, always that's... they've they've kind of always had that issue though of being like a little lazy at times or like giving up on themselves really quick in a game where like oh the puck's not going in it's not our night and they'll just kind of like float around the ice they're kind of doing that against pittsburgh yeah you'll watch like a period and you'll be like yeah nobody's scoring more than three goals yeah and it's not necessarily them being like floating and letting in like five goals it's just like they'll let up like three chances if hellebuck's not focused one will go in or something and then Mm -hmm. they just don't have the energy or hunger to get a goal back which just that's just what it seemed like with that game at least. Um, and then sliding over to the Pittsburgh Vancouver game. Oh my god, uh, Vancouver's. I mean, I know this we're beating a dead horse right now, but Vancouver's bad. Um, they're a very talented team that has no mental state and heart. It seems like it's the best way I can describe it. Um, they seem. So they're in a scoring drought, All a lot of their players, right? It seems they're kind of focused, so upset about their scoring drought that they're trying too hard to score that they forget there's actually a defensive side of the game. Because there's many rushes against Pittsburgh where they were really solid, they made some great passes, they just couldn't finish. Or wouldn't finish, frankly, wouldn't take the shot or something. And then we would come right back two-on-one every time with a stretch pass. Like... They get beat off the rush because their defense is kind of alone and not the greatest in the first place. (laughs) So, um, yeah, their dynamic on defense is not exactly it's not wonderful uh, balanced. No, not at all. It's a lot of miss like different pieces from different puzzles in it. It's Myers is a more leaning offensive two way guy. Same with Larson. Lar- I don't know Hughes about Larson as much sure. anymore. Hughes for sure is offensive. I was watching Larson play, oh. and he's good defensively. He's really solid defensively. Oh, he, yeah. he does right. not have his offensive game back that he had a couple years ago in Arizona. And it's not that I wonder. No, no, I don't know no, if no, he'll no. ever get it back. It hasn't. But I don't know if I you know, need hey. him to. Why are you exactly. trying to bring out Neckman Larson when he's a a good defenseman? He knows how to defend. He was a number one defenseman. He may not be a number one defenseman anymore, but he can definitely man a second line for the next three, four years. And everyone complains about his contract and how terrible of a trade that was. But Garland's been mm. their best forward. And yeah, undoubtedly. And, and Ekman Larson's <laughs> probably been their best defenseman, actually. Thinking back, Quinn Hughes has not looked great. Oh, I would think so, actually. Like, just kind of how it's been playing out. It's not like Hamannuk or Pullman or the guys you notice all the time or something when yeah. they're playing, you know? It is exactly mainly it's... OEL. So and Myers has been pretty damn good, actually, honestly. It's been okay this year, but... Yeah, it's... Uh... But obviously, the team has not been anything like and Dem- but Demko's been sick too like he was so good against Pittsburgh he made some amazing saves or like if if I wasn't paying attention just listening I bet for half of either the first or the second I can't remember which one it was for half of it I heard the announcer going oh another great save by Demko and another one another save by oh, Demko yeah. like it's constant Demko, despite the performances by the Canucks Thatcher Demko consistently night in and night out will stand on his head no I've, matter what. How about this? I have mm-hmm. a question for you. Is he the best player 
on a bad team right now. Yeah. 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 Probably yeah. is, hey? Like, if we're talking from Vancouver down in the standings, it's Vancouver, Seattle, Islanders, Montreal, Arizona, Ottawa. That's kind of crazy. Ottawa's in last. But, um, like, he's probably the best of anyone on any of those teams right now. At least he's performing. He's outperforming his own team. <laughs> As yeah. the goalie, and they still can't he win. The team, <laughs> like that's that's what worries me about this team is he's been so good, but they what still don't win. That, that rift with like JT Miller there. Like, yeah, that's bad. That. Too. That's scares mm-hmm. the hell out yeah. of me. Like that's mm-hmm. he is the team and has been the team, and whether people like to think it or not, he has been the team so, ever since he got there. I've been hearing a rumor out there about Vancouver and a player, and this player comes up in rumors all the time, but this is the first time I'm actually looking and saying maybe it would be best if they moved him. What if they move Brock Besser? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, it, just, it doesn't, like, I know it sounds weird to think that, but he doesn't fit how they play whatsoever at all. He looks lost it, uh, every time. From what I've been hearing, it seems like. Bo Horvat is the one that they're shopping a bit more. That would right be now. crazy to do too. Yeah. Well, you could get a King's Ransom True. for Bo Horvat. You could. Five and a half million, heart. two more years, captain, big strong. He's also a captain, so like guaranteeingly you trade your captain like always, right? Yeah, I just you don't know, I just, just don't like that direction. Don't like that direction of Vancouver. Oh, no, I don't like it at all, but Let's be serious. We'll be hitting that Jim Benning era pretty soon. I'll go yes, off on how yeah. much I like. It's they really ruined this, and like it wasn't a lot of bad moves or anything like that. It was just simple moves here and there that brought him to a team where all of a sudden we're talking about Bozer or somebody needing to be traded because this doesn't work. Well, and, and I don't know. The reason I I bring up Besser is because you can the other guys like you don't want to get rid of a personnel like Bo Horvat or JT Miller. That's not the type of guys you get rid of on this team. It's the guys who aren't trying and you make an example of. Besser yeah, to me what I was going to say is that JT Miller has to be safe in this team. He has to be. If they trade him, yeah, if they trade him, they have to go full rebuild. That's the yeah, only way he want to be a locker room leader. Yep. Well, but if you want to be there, that sounds here, like the real issue right now is if he even wants to be there yeah i i have two there's two directions i feel like they could or slash should go one make one not major trade but like decent trade to shake up the team and show hey we're not afraid to trade anyone which names that's where like names like besser kind of come up um probably pearson is in that boat if you can get a good trade back for him but i don't see that happening so yeah that's all but done now yeah or i don't um, but from what i understand when i look back at jim benning's tenure like dude the guy if he doesn't get what he wants for something he just doesn't do a deal yeah it won't take well he won't benning won't be there next year anyways so um i don't think yeah there's no way fully agree i do fully agree with that looking looking honestly they need a whole internal shake up there I wonder that because I love Travis Green as a coach, but I wonder if they need to get rid of him just to shake yeah. shake things up a bit and show. Well, I agree. But just... that's why I think of a trade too. Like someone's going to go and someone's got to go. And in my mind, you either trade someone like a Besser and try and be a quick turnaround, which I don't think is the greatest idea, I guess, to do a quick turnaround. Or what 
is a better way to do if you're really serious about shop and horvat trade horvat jt miller and a cup like another guy and go into a full rebuild again full rebuild yeah full rebuild you trade like you probably keep Pedersen and hughes and those oh. are the guys untouchable right now and like probably like Pickles and then Hoglander because they're 20. Like, those are guys you don't need to trade. God, would that be just ugly again? It would be ugly, but look at where they are now. Do you see it going up with this team? They have no right-handed center. Not to where they need to be, though. They're mediocre. They need to be better than mediocre. I'm not. I'm very confused. I feel like they're doing what Calgary did to us the last couple years or something. Like, they're way better than this. Why aren't you playing actual hockey yeah because that's basically what happened to calgary like i fully agree with the travis green thing because like just let it let the guy go he's been there for a few years already like it's not like you just like brought him in and just said screw it you know like he's he has been there for a couple years like you gave him a good shot he really hasn't handled it very well or else this team would be doing better in the last couple years um like you do, you do it so then it wakes people up. You, it does change things. You need a new it voice does. in the locker room. You got to do everything you can outside of trading people, because like that's where it gets dicey. Like now, the biggest issue with that is though internally, and I'm not saying that I agree with it, but it's their money. Owners don't want to shell out contracts mm-hmm. for two GMs and two head coaches, and probably. Uh, a whole bunch of assistants that it may get fired. Like that's a lot of money you're paying to fire guys. Cause I'm when their contracts, I believe are up this year. Um, I'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of random, something needs to happen. One of those guys needs to walk in. They all need to get a brand new attitude or something like that. Cause like, this is just weird. EP 40. And yeah. 22, 23 is Jim Benning. Um, is when his contract's up and Travis like Green. Patterson's got to get going. Like it's, yes, this is just that's a player horrible. who really needs to. Uh, okay, Travis Green's up like, this year, this offseason. Like I don't want to. Like I don't want to judge Pedersen too. He's been too no. I think it's time because if he does do start doing well, or sorry, I meant the team. I don't want to judge the team too okay. terribly because like once Pedersen actually gets going. Maybe that just like you know, like yeah, everybody he's else been, plays a little he's bit better. Been, everybody gets that random crap out of their brain. They play for sure with a little bit more umph in their step or something like that. You know, it's always nice when your big guys uh, show up. Yeah, at when all, your big guys show in up in any capacity. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice Pedersen more than half a dozen times in a game against Pittsburgh. Dude, that should like not happen with your first line center. You've been playing them on like the yeah, fourth line and stuff. What's that, Jordan? Has Pedersen even played? That's where I'm at this point. It I, seems like so, it, he hasn't. He's, on the ice. he's he's uneventful. Like he and I watch yeah. his face and everything. He takes a shot, like he took a shot where he did two on one and was directly into Jari's glove. Like you couldn't have placed that better into his glove if he then just walking up and placing it in his hand. So and like his face after was like oh again. It was like you can't have that mentality. You gotta just keep going and keep fighting to get that goal. Sometimes all you need is one, one or two in a game, and a game where you all play well. That's all you need sometimes to turn around. Yeah, but... sometimes you just gotta get on the ice and feel super light. Sometimes, sometimes you step on that ice and you start skating around and you feel 
like half a, like half or two a times better. Stronger yep. and like you're just Flo- you know, floating you're, across. Yeah, that you're just yeah, flying exactly. Because that is who he is. Like that yes, is, he that... is a dad suit. Like he is a fly around, float around, yep. dance around sort of player that just controls the ice when he has when he's on the ice. Like that's the thing. Like I've been watching these power players and watching like he is not. He's not controlling God, play. No confidence or what? Like it doesn't seem like it at all. Like I don't. How can you say you do when he's playing like he does? And we know how he can play. This isn't some random high prospect rookie sophomore coming out of his first second year. Like, yeah, whatever. like this is like, Tyler Sagan not playing again. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. This is, this that's Sagan a great. That's a great comparison. Is Patterson to, to you know? Sagan? Sagan's been probably one of the most gifted players in the NHL. Probably top twenty if you're saying raw talent for what ten years, but he's never been a Stamkos uh, level yeah. when Stamkos yeah, was but when you thought he was gonna blow up, he just didn't got hurt and didn't do anything and started slowing down and never that's, was that's even close to bringing you the points. You know exactly. But but so, he had so much hype so of being this like elite game changing number one center, which you see. You see flashes of Sagan doing that, just same as Pedersen. You see Pedersen doing that. Production out of Sagan that you always thought. Yeah, he's also in a different system that doesn't work for the way he plays. So that's another portion of it. But and that's the other thing. What is the Vancouver system? A lot of people like saying. I don't know what they have as a system. They don't. But like, like, I don't. One thing is like it's a decent over. A decent change, I guess. Like bringing in Garland, Equa. I love Equa, Garland. Like, in their this, whole like, bottom yeah. six is like completely bad. different. They've been it's bad, screwing though. around with like uh, Godet and all these other random guys um, for quite a few years, and now they just don't have like any of those guys. Tyler Mott's like the only guy left from yeah. like the last. I like Tyler Mott. In years. He he's a really um, good penalty killer for this team. He just fits on this team. I don't know why. I've seen him on a couple of teams, and he just like, not look good until here. Like, is this how important Brandon Sutter is? Like, yes. in the locker room every day Probably. sort of guy? Like, is that what we're truly missing? And not only just PK, obviously. Like, that is just yeah, absolutely it's, murdering The PK them. is, like, but the worst I've ever just The special seen. teams in general on this team yeah. suck. Yeah, just yeah, they do. royally fucking suck. Um... <sighs> it's, what the hell, man? Like, what the hell? I'm just bringing up the power play right Seattle's percentage right now. Better than you know. Yeah, you that's know? embarrassing. Um, lowest power play percentage. Wow, Pittsburgh jumped up right after that fucking Vancouver game. That's hilarious. Yeah, twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah, we that's like, like that's not great in power play. Thirty first in shooting percentage, everybody. So that's Ugh. promising. That's the most promising stat I've seen. Is that your second last in shooting percentage? Yeah. Maybe one of these days you guys are just gonna start putting pucks in the net. Maybe things will turn around. Maybe everybody's getting snake bitten. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that could be. I don't know. I I, I like the bomb six. I don't like it. I don't think they're strong enough. Ninth and shots. Ninth and shots. I'd be curious to see how many hits they have per game. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, it's not really a. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's just I know it's not like a a stat that you're like 
super encouraged but i bet it's so extremely low no, i mean you know what take though, it down no so effort and that is a that's thing. exactly where i'm at in the body they're playing the puck and they're getting to it exactly you're actually skating to that area exactly. and following they're your check floating mm-hmm. so yeah and and when they're not scoring you gotta do something yeah um, I mean, and that's a big thing, right? Is if you notice that, like, for example, if you are somebody who's typically a good scorer and you're not scoring, you got to lean on something else for a bit until yes. you get that clutch back, especially if you are a good player. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. Oh, I they don't need know. to strategically change things up. Like, they got to do a different game plan. Because, like, yes. obviously, defensively, this is not working at all. Like, you I talk about how we talk about... I think they need a lot change. Constantly. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot going on. And this Travis Hamannick stuff going on doesn't help at all. Not that... Like, he's kind of screwing them with, like, not being able to play half the time. I mean, I don't even know if he's gotten his second dose yet. Like, or what's going on with that. Because he had an exemption to not get it early because of a family illness or something. And yeah. now he's not playing, but they wanted him to play with Quinn Hughes all year and be a top guy. And they paid him all this money. I get it. He's like not, he's buried the cap, some of it, I guess. But like, I don't know. It's just not looking good, eh? Like everything seems to be going wrong with this team. And yeah, exactly. There's a lot of different ways to change it, but there's a lot of answers why you can't do that. Yeah, can't, can't, and this could can't make a trade because you're gonna yeah, lose betting. Be boiling down because of just the moves that have been made, and the team just looks at like, well, you guys just keep filling gaps and like doing stuff. Not, like, yeah, this OEL. Like, yeah, just rebuild. Was fine and all, but like it's just the other areas were just filling gaps and letting guys walk, or just mm-hmm. if you actually look at his trade history, it is just minor leaguer for minor leaguer or some random prospect for some other prospect or some older guy or something or a like that. pick for a <laughs> mid 20 year older yeah or yeah exactly just throw a pick away for just some guy the amount of picks like he's that, thrown you know? away is ridiculous he's thrown a lot of picks <laughs> away so no um i don't know i don't there's a lot to change on this team we could talk about this team for an hour um I think we should close off with that, hey? And just yeah, I agree. There's off. more to say about this team than there is that's good. Yeah, we just yeah. need to wait and see what they do and stop yeah, saying, stop telling them what they should do and wait and see what they're going to do because there's no answer and no solution, it seems. Well, that's exactly that. I think at this point we're past should they fire Travis Green and more at who's going to replace him because something yeah. needs to change. And it's the... It's the who's going to be there next year, not even this year, because they'll keep him all year. They're not spending the money to fire him this year and pay out his contract when he's done at the end of the season. They just won't resign him. So, no, I don't know. Or or he'll resign or something like that. Something of the sort will happen. But the pressure could ramp up. Who knows? Bring back Torts. Show him how to defend. I I'd like Claude Julien to go in. That's what a lot of people are saying. Actually, I'm hearing that or Bruce Boudreau is another name I've heard out there. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they might need to get a young coach. Bruce who, would do good with a team like that. That's wouldn't like, hate they're it. Almost in a Minnesota Wild sort of standpoint. Like yeah. he really helped that team become True. like a ridiculously good regular season team. Yeah, I don't know. I think you should go with a younger coach, give a chance because you've gone with 
the guy who you think will work and hasn't. I don't think this team is going to be good enough ever to make any sort of noise until they either Pedersen becomes like a legit superstar or, and that being with like a Besser or a mm-hmm. Hoglander, a Pugholzer, whoever it is that, and then JT Miller and Horvat still being your heart and soul. But like, I don't know. I just don't see, I don't see a direction where his team goes up enough to be relevant anymore yeah i think there's lots of hope it's just it's gonna have to fall the right way in the mm-hmm. next couple of years for this to really get a get you feeling like they're gonna win a cup in the next few years or everything get, needs get, to piece to together perfectly to, for know, that to happen like kind of so yeah you know, no scary yeah for sure so well let's let's move off vancouver before we keep talking about them so i'm gonna bring up uh, some teams in playoffs a little bit. I know it's early, but it's American Thanksgiving. So I know the season started late and you could probably push it back to like December 1st, but we're going to do it today because it's my podcast and we can do whatever we want. Um, so uh, I'm what they say is 80% of teams that are in a playoff spot stay in a playoff spot. 75. So, okay, whatever. sorry, 75, whatever. 75, it's 5% difference, it's not that much. <laughs> um that's a big difference it's like one team dude it's like one or two extra teams could sneak in so um tell that to like the rangers or something man when that laughy pick (laughs) yeah um but we'll uh that was also like the craziest season in NHL history but whatever uh i'm gonna list the teams that are in a playoff spot right now and you tell you guys tell me two of the teams you think that will drop and you Let's say you have to pick two teams in each East and West. Two teams you drop, two teams you pull up. Because that's the average player teams that'll change in playoffs, okay? So, I got in the East, Metro, first place, Carolina, Washington, New York, top three, Atlantic, Florida, Toronto, Tampa, wildcard, Columbus, and Pittsburgh. Columbus. Columbus nice. is the first wild Way card go, right now. Boys. They're doing sick. That's beautiful. With Detroit, Boston, New Jersey following Pittsburgh. Pretty close. Yeah. And, yeah, no, and that's Philly. A, that's a pretty easy one for me. Definitely taking Columbus out of there. For sure. So who yeah, do you who do you put in? Boston, I presume? Yeah. Okay. So here's the that one's probably more obvious. So Jordan, do you do that, I presume? Yeah, I'd probably do that. I okay. might put Pittsburgh. You might... Pittsburgh's got that last spot. Anyway, Pittsburgh's so. got the last spot, so oh, okay, yeah. they're they're in the wild card race. So now that I've already listed, we let's we all say Columbus for Boston because that just makes the most yeah. sense. Now, now the hard one, yeah, the hard one: Carolina, Washington, New York, Florida, Toronto, Tampa, or Pittsburgh. Which one do you take out for anyone in the East? This is one where. I'm I'm taking the Rangers, man. I'm still yeah. sticking by the Rangers, missing the playoffs because they there's one team that I know very well with their players. Somebody's going to get hurt for half the season because that's just how they've been forever. Yeah, yep. so, I completely I agree. That's Something that I've I've stood by is that Chris Kreider will not keep up this pace. Yeah, God, no. <laughs> he's been so good. And yeah. No way, he's, he's making good. that Olympic but team. I don't yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. So, who would you change the Rangers up for then? There's, I'll, I'll list a couple of teams that are like right around this. There's Detroit in uh, the third of the wild card 
uh, Boston four, obviously New Jersey, New Jersey five, Philadelphia six, Buffalo seven, Islanders eight, Montreal, Ottawa, and last two in the East. I'd probably yeah. say the Devils. I I, yeah, hate, I like that. Up, I I like that. That's a decent. That's a decent team to throw out there. Well, if they like, definitely look decent, just gonna play like he's been playing in the mm-hmm. league for the last four or five years. I don't see why not. And if Hughes comes back and actually plays real hockey like maybe he'll take after mercer and be like oh maybe i should play like this i don't know he's been really good he was just injured he just dislocated his shoulder hughes no he definitely looked a lot better this year for sure like he looked um, honestly he looked good last year too the puck just wasn't going in yeah no i I just not that's sold with him yet he just looked way better than he has been uh this year so yeah if he can keep that up this team is definitely oh so oh so dangerous especially with dougie man dougie's really helped that defense andreas johnson quietly having an unbelievable season as well yeah um for sure so chase who do you take the rangers out then for uh i can't uh, man, I can't even believe I even think this, but I like I want to say the Islanders just because of like God, because yeah, of who they are. Can I give you a yeah. stat that probably a lot of people haven't noticed? Like I the don't... Islanders have lost the last seven games they've played. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Like that's, that's for for a good team. I know, like that's why I don't want to say this because like they're just getting destroyed by injuries like uh-huh. absolutely again like, when they come back from the road trip they're just everybody everything falls apart and it's been when oh. they're supposed to go positive it went yeah the opposite way they have not looked good in their new arena thus far yeah, not, not had, once hardly had half the players yeah they missed arena. a lot of players too um like half of those players haven't even played in the and sure. flipping <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> or they played one game and got hurt so yeah honestly i can't put the islanders in because it seems like straight they got the bad juju and when i was mad at myself for putting them in the playoffs uh i gave them the last wild card spot simply because of well it's the islanders they'll yeah. find a way to get there they always squeeze um, their fucking in, but so. it looks like uh, the world's shooting them in the foot and then shooting them in the other foot, making sure they can't walk. So yeah. um, I I don't think I can kick the Rangers out now. I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no, no that's fair. If, if you genuinely can't, I'm going to kick the Rangers out as well just because they're like the most logical team. If you had asked me Pittsburgh like two weeks ago, I, pro- I might have said Pittsburgh to stay out. Um. But yeah, I, like, I'm not I really, ever gonna really bet do, against them. But yeah, I really do kind of believe in this Islanders team because, like, no, I, don't. I hope this forces <laughs> them to play a different way and brings out a little bit more. Out you of know players. they won't do that. Are you I kidding? Know, it's Lou. I know. I know. <laughs> nice hey, try. Like, <laughs> trots and stuff like that. But like, you guys not are gonna happening. have to figure something out. You know? I don't think they do. Can they not just have a bad season for one year? Like, hear me out. The Islanders, what if they're just not good this year? Get a decent draft pick. Get healthy. Make the playoffs and win the cup next year. Yeah, like, they've been in the conference finals two years in a row and lost to the cup champion. They've been right there. And that was a COVID season the one year, bubble, all that crap. Like, that must have drained the crap out of the guy. You know, that was a straight-up 
And they went through good players. They went through good teams too. They beat Boston that year. I'm pretty sure they beat. Yeah, the Cup winner. Yeah, so. Yeah. I can I can fully agree. Maybe they're chilling like maybe uh, they just miss for like a year. Canadians, you know, yeah. like it's just well. It's I think Canadians much. are a complete different boat, but no, like as in like you just you went so hangover, far yeah, it's just so draining, and you're just you're getting the the boot down afterwards, you know. Yeah, I wonder maybe that. And the old, the old playoff hangover or the losing the Stanley Cup hangover sort of thing. So. Yep. Maybe that's what they've got going because they Could have happen. absolutely no luck. But the only other team that I'd actually pump tires on is Philadelphia because for how weird they play and how they do, if they actually get their crap together, like watch out for that team. So if I was to take the Rangers out, I, I, my, my team would be Philly, I think, right now. So do you but take the Rangers I, out or do you not? You've no, changed no, your no, mind no, like no, three no. times. No, I'm not changing my Okay, mind. okay. I'm just saying, as in, if I was to take the Rangers, so, like, my Philadelphia would probably be the only. Okay, well, I'll jump the, in the, then. The other team. Because that's the team I was going to bring up, was Philly. That's the team I put in. I don't believe in this Philadelphia team. I'd, I'd actually lean more towards the Rangers staying in over Philly. But because Chase yeah, exactly. said that, I'm going to pick Philly just because. Uh, Giroux's having a really good season. Kevin Hayes is back and looking pretty decent. Um, I like Carter Hart's, Carter Hart's look good. Martin Jones has looked good. Oh my god! Like they made Martin Jones look like an NHL goalie again. I didn't think I'd see that. Um, I don't know. I like the makeup of a lot of this team. I just still don't like this defense at all. Um, like I, I shouldn't say at all. I really like Ryan Ellis, but he's injured, so yeah, that doesn't help. Uh, I really don't care for Ristolainen. I think he's one of the most overrated right-handed defensemen in the NHL. Provorov, he's good, but he's not like the guy to trust your whole decor around in my yet. In like I don't know, I just don't have full faith in him. But if I were to put him in, because Carter Hart's playing great, their offense clicks pretty well when they feel like it. Cam Atkinson trades mm-hmm. look good. Sean Couturier is on this team, like. They got a really good blend of this forward group. So, yeah. So I see a lot of happening. So let's move into the West now and do the exact same thing pretty much. Uh, so started off in the Central. We got Minnesota first, St. Louis second, Winnipeg third, Pacific, Calgary, Edmonton, Vegas. And then wild cards are Anaheim and Colorado with San Jose and Nashville right on Colorado's tail. So... Let's. What's the first team you kick out? Me asking. I'm going with Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, me asking, knowing the the answer probably if you're kicking one out, if you have to. So, yeah. who do you change Anaheim for? We got San Jose at the third wild card, Nashville, L.A., Dallas, Chicago, Vancouver, Seattle, Arizona. Dallas is for surely my. Interesting. My shoe went to get in the playoffs. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you still have complete faith in Dallas? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes one of us on this podcast now. Um, I, unless Jordan, Jordan, do you, have, you don't have, Ooh. you said no, I'm pretty sure last time. So, yeah. yeah. So that makes one of us in faith in Dallas. Um, I'm going to bring up mine quick because I'm going to cheat a little bit of my own rules and I'm not going to change a single team. I'm going to change like maybe placements, 
like Colorado will be higher than Anaheim in stands. But I like this Anaheim team. I want them to make playoffs. They're an exciting team. I love Drysdale. Love Zegris. Uh, I love Getzlaff too. Like he's just still lighting it up. Love that. So just because I like those teams and everyone involved and the teams I would take out are playing too good. <laughs> I don't think you can change much other than Anaheim is the only team. Maybe you do change. But I'll throw it over to Jordan. Is there any team or at all that you change and for who? Maybe bring in Chicago. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. At 6 it's and 11 bold, right now? Bro. That's it's really bold. bold. That's really bold. 6 and 4 I mean, in their last 10. Patrick Kane. They got Jonathan Taves. It's... Can I tell you their goal difference quick? As they are, yeah, I believe, second, they're second last in the West, <laughs> yeah. and it's a minus 21. Yeah. So that's. But keep in mind, one of those goaltenders is Marc Andre Fleury. Yeah. We do know how good Marc Andre Fleury is. Future Edmonton Oilers goalie at the deadline, but yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I'm, I, yeah. Okay. Bold, but I think if For I had to take a bit of a bold pick, it'd be Chicago. Over. Anaheim, I presume? Yeah, over Anaheim. Okay. The other team I'm going to throw out there since we kind of only have one, unless Chase, you have another team you would take out, but I feel like you don't. <laughs> the teams are too good. Maybe Minnesota, but like they're in first, so it's kind of hard uh, to take. I know. Like that's the thing. They're hard to take anybody out, but it would be one of those top two teams. Yeah, like, Calgary and Minnesota. Minnesota. Which and is crazy. I, I'm, I'd lean maybe towards Calgary, but I don't know how, if I'd take how either out. Do that? Like, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I have a team's a tires. I can pump a little on this spot right here. But I would, I almost would lean more Minnesota if I was to take another team yeah. out. But I don't think they will. That's just because they let in so many goals. They do. That's the only thing I have against them that they that like can really bite them in the ass. Like yeah, and they're having they issues with Fiala at, right now too. So. Yeah, hey, personal issues with Fiala. It sounds like they're looking for trades, so mm -hmm. like I don't see them slowing down because they they will make a move. It seems first yeah. before anybody. And Bill Guerin will not make a move if it's not like the right move for them. Yeah, like if it's not going to make the team better, he's not going to make the move. I know that much about Bill Guerin. Yeah, um, and when you have Ryan Hartman being like yeah, the best contract in the NHL, like yeah, he's been so good God. this year. Marcus Foligno just being outstanding as well. But no, um, I'll throw one other quick team in the West. I'll pump their tires, and that's the LA Kings. I don't think they're good enough to squeeze into a playoff spot. But I just like the way they're playing. I love Adrian Kempe right now. Oh my god, he seems everywhere. Yeah, he looks like he's been everywhere awesome, on the really. ice. Yeah, twelve mm -hmm. points, seven goals in nineteen games. That's been really good. I, he's just. It's he, like you know who he reminds. Just lighting up the pace, like Kemp, one of those yeah. two guys is doing super good on LA. Like if you're watching an LA game, one of those two guys is going to be having a good game. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know why, but yeah, it's so no, cool. So I'm just uh. I like this team. I like what this team is going to become in the future. Uh, Sean Dersey scored his first NHL goal against the team that drafted him, the Leafs. That was great. Um, I think they got issues to fix in the future, for sure, but they're not supposed to be good yet. If they squeezed in, I wouldn't be surprised. They got a good enough team. They play a, I like the way they play. They just let the puck in a lot, too, speaking of, yeah. speaking of that. You want to so. talk about... Uh... 
<laughs> it's funny, but uh, I think uh, uh, Vancouver fans are looking at LA and wishing they still had their boy Edler. Back yeah, uh, I've heard that. He's I've... a number one D man right right now. And yeah, he's probably helping their PK, and he's you know this that he's, the other thing. He's still that's, an NHL player. Um... That's. I, I did not expect this out of no. out of him. When it no. came to those two guys getting hurt and Walker and Doty, this was I got knew he would have to step up, but to be able Didn't to step up would. this fat is pretty epic, man. Yeah. For, for sure. Um but I've heard a lot he's of he's been around and he's been the defense on Vancouver for a long yeah. time. Like they for really have not had very many people or anybody that whole time that was like actually better than them. Let's may have may have we may have thought Myers was better than him, but Oh god no. Probably not. No. There's not one time <laughs> no. in my entire life I've ever watched Tyler Myers play and thought he was better than Alex Edler. Not one <laughs> well, time. He was probably supposed to be better than. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Myers, but I've never really thought he was that great and thought he was overrated because he's huge. Yeah, Everyone's he's like, like, "Oh, he pl- six, six, he's like six, seven. six, six, seven. Played with Dustin Bufflin." Yeah, of course you're going to have... worst when, contract he signed. Yeah. Look good with Dustin Bufflin if I was 6'6". Well, and when you're... when you Well, when you have two huge guys like that, and one of them's Dustin Bufflin, you naturally assume, oh, Tyler Myers is going to be a next... There are next Bufflin. Like, he's huge. Yeah. He's going to learn from him. Like, how good is he going to be? Well, he didn't learn any defensive part from Bufflin. That's yeah. for sure. He clearly well, only Tyler watched Myers. the tape when Bufflin was a winger. So, like... I don't know. I well, just Myers don't... is a six foot. He's he may be six foot seven, but he doesn't but in his play head, like he's it. Like five eleven. <laughs> yeah, he know, skates he like he's gonna like duck around everyone. It's yeah. It's like that guy that doesn't. That's just like too big for every doorway, and he like ducks under everything. So, <laughs> but no, I don't know. I just don't have Tyler Myers. But back to the Edler thing, quick. I've heard a lot of Vancouver fans say that they would rather have kept Edler than make that OEL trade. Which, Especially the way it's I looking right now. That. I don't disagree. I I do disagree because Garland's a part of that trade, and if you don't get OEL, you don't get Garland. Um, exactly. So I think that's false. But I understand the where they're coming from. Yeah, I understand where they're coming from. Edler, one more year of Edler, and then you have tons of cap for this offseason. That's great. With OEL, you got $7 million locked up on a second-pairing defenseman. I get that's not ideal. But people, I, I still think people are harping on OEL too much. I think he's way better than he is, than people say That's he's true. been. Um, but no, let's uh, let's move on from that. Unless you guys have any other from those wild card dis- or discussions. Honestly, like I, I hate saying this because this is like the worst shot in the dark in the world. But like I, I am not giving up on Seattle yet. Like I just can't. I I can't yet. I don't know why. That's like, they look, sub- somehow so more bold than Jordan Chicago take. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's obviously they've been just terrible, but they're bad. I don't know. I guess I've seen the last couple of games like they actually looked somewhat okay, but they're still not. But getting, they've always like, been that kind anything. of way. They're never gonna dominate. They don't have anyone so, to dominate. Is the issue? Yeah, yeah. They are. <laughs> they are what every team fears team, to be in being a mediocre team every year. Well, luckily, actually, maybe luckily for them, they're worse than that, but they play mediocre. All their guys yeah. are middle-line guys that just didn't aren't thriving in extended yeah. roles, unfortunately. I'm just, I just, 
I'm not going to be surprised if like they actually start meshing and things start clicking and go well, like really well. Like I I I can still see that happening. Like I, I can see them doing better. Means that they can that they can make, actually get to the playoffs. Like I think they're I think definitely not going to get there. They're they're going to be happy to be looking on the outside, you know, like just so missing and stuff like that. Yeah. I think we'll be super happy with that. But I don't. Um, I wouldn't be I as guess, a fan personally, but. I would want them to oh. suck all year based on their start. If I like, I know like who's a Seattle fan like, well, yeah, because they're brand new, but like if you're a fan, you want this team to be bad all year now. Like it's, you're at the point where there's no return to get playoffs. And if you do, it's like the biggest miracle since, well, I should say since St. Louis, but like, no, it's not going to happen. So you want to be a bottom three team if you're a Seattle fan. You want to? Well, yeah, of course you do, but I like there's coaching and these players are not giving up or anything like that. So like, trade. I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna give up on them yet just because things can go well and it can really turn around. Like this is a brand new, brand new team and everything. So Ken. I'll give them like one last glorified weight on them just to, just to, just because like I I don't see why they can't play I think way they better should. than this. I think they should sell. I think at. they should sell a couple of their players they got and get a king's ransom for a player like Jonas Donskoy or uh, Yanni Gord. Nobody would give you a seventh round pick for Jonas Donskoy right now. Really? At the deadline, if there's one player on this team that I just literally has been no help for this team, it's Jonas Donskoy. Absolutely. Colorado would trade back for Donskoy. I don't know. Uh, he's been he's not look Other great, than- but. I think it's yeah. jumping. No, in. he needed to be. He he needed to be a big piece of this, and he's been absolutely nothing towards a big yeah. piece of this team. No, that's fair. But, he's definitely not stepped up. Um, I mean, it's kind of different playing with Nathan McKinnon and then jumping to oh, Yanni Gord's my first line center, but <laughs> that's a little well, rough. Yanni Gord and Asim Kadri are a little bit similar. Like that, you should be able to figure it out with a, a guy like Yanni Gord or okay. Like then like I'll Wenberger. throw it to the defense. Then they don't have a Kale McCarr. They don't have a Sam Gerrard of yeah, any sorts. This defense is not dynamic. Not as good at as all. I thought it was at all. Like they're all the same player. It seems like just different sizes, like with a few anomalies. They're a lot more off. Like they're a lot more offensive yeah, they than I thought they would of, be, but they're not good yeah, at offensively. And they play, yeah, and they play too offensively, like yes. in their own zone, and like yeah, like that Hayden Flurry can be real rough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Puck management is brutal with some of those young defensemen, but yeah, yeah. Vince Dunn was real good off start. He's been pretty poor late in the past. Yeah, like couple he weeks. He can go ahead and get a get a point, but like we know you let in two goals that game. Yeah. So like, thanks, man. You the know. one player though I'm willing to give like a full pass on with this team is Grubauer because I think he's been quite decent. He looks like he's actually doing good right he's doing all right like i know he's not doing what like he was last year but he was on like the best team in the league last year literally he definitely has off games but he's off games but to play him yeah exactly i don't know why they aren't playing drieger doesn't make sense to me he was hurt randomly yeah i guess but like they they just lit up Yo, like yeah, true. I guess like, I just looked at his goals. That's against. the other thing. A four point seven eight and a seven. Yeah, they have a point seven nine save percentage. Yeah, that's man. Bad. Like they have no other goalie. Like that's the other issue with this team is they have no other goalie. But no way to move. I don't think it's the goaltending. 
I don't think it's the goaltending. Well, I don't oh, I'm not saying no it reason. is the goaltending. I didn't just say it's the reason they're set failing is their goaltending. But like when you don't have another goaltender to play, that's never. Well, it's never good. Much. <laughs> but like, look at how everyone was talking. Look how we were talking about Drieger in the off season. We were talking he was going to be a number one this year. How he played in Florida. Oh, I don't know. I hope I didn't say that. I don't we were definitely really talking. So good. Yeah, but we were expecting better. I thought he'd better. be able to handle some decent minutes and play all right. It's weird that he's like absolutely just I not even a remember us zero. talking that he could have played 40 games and been very good. And the yeah. better of those 40 games than the other. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Definitely we were all talking about that all, season, all off season. So mm-hmm. a lot of these players, we were like pumping tires and it's just not gelling. Is the thing like Morgan Geeky? I thought Morgan Geeky was gonna be like the William Carlson of this team, and like, no, <laughs> he's not. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't. There's a couple yeah, players yeah. I like. I like individual players on this team, but I don't. I don't. The team just doesn't work. I guess. Yeah, I let out a little bit more rope just to just for the sake of it because they're new. That's yeah. all I'm trying to get at. Honestly, is fair enough. I got to got to give them a little bit more rope. Let's pretend they're still new and they can. Like like Vancouver, turn this around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Jesus, fair yeah, enough. You guys are two wins, two wins higher than Arizona. That's how bad you guys are. Well, um, let me. I'll end on that. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll move on from Seattle, and I got a stat. Since you brought up Gord acting like Caudry, I don't think Gord has twenty five points and a ten game point streak right now, though. Like Caudry, type of player. Type of player. <laughs> I know I'm just busting your balls, but like Kadri oh, oh, this okay. year is like, yeah, oh, outstanding yeah, no, is what I'm trying to get at. He, hell yeah, man. For and I know he was like nobody was there for like everybody's been oh. missing games. He's the only one that hasn't missed games, and he's been yeah. like the best the team. Player. Like he's like been I their said, best like player several this year. weeks ago. This is actually I'm way more impressed with this Colorado team, and they haven't even had a full roster. Like. Yep. I I I, pump, I I didn't pump their tires this year and say they were going to be first. I thought they would have like a somewhat off year. I still had a third in the league, but like yeah, I thought um, they. I still think they'll be first. Once their guys are uh, back, but, second part of the season, I think they're just going to fly and just win. No, it's everything. just insane that like everybody or not just everybody. There was just always somebody missing out of the lineup all year, yeah. and they just persevered. Kadri and Comfer were like the team, and then mm-hmm. when no, when Comfer went down, somebody else said like, "Yeah, if this yeah. team's healthy, this is gonna be so so scary." Eight yeah. one and one in their last ten, like yeah, they've been super good lately. Um, they're starting to play how they normally play. Kel McCarr is lighting it up. The goaltending's playing pretty decent. Um, still letting in a little more goals than I would like from their team, but starting to work it out. But when you don't play the third period half the time. Yeah, I noticed that. Hey, they just are like, we're well, better than everyone. The game's don't. over. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. We'll let in a goal. So let in a couple of goals and just finish the game. But no, it's when they have, I don't know, they have 51 goals against. And I guess that's not that bad. Looking at the NHL, everyone's around that for the most part. Yeah, yeah. It's not too, too bad. But as a team who has that kind of a decor, I expect a little bit better. Um. Oh my God, Carolina is so good. Oh my God, I just looked at their goals against. They have thirty six goals against. Yeah, that makes and Calgary have thirty eight. Like, like, yeah, they're so good. Holy crap! I never noticed that how good they were playing. But um, while we're on Calgary, can we take a note to talk about them because and how well they're playing and why? 
because I'm sure a yeah, lot of, like a lot of people would be interested to hear about why this team is good because everyone gave up on this team. Everyone, including us. <laughs> so, uh, what, so what was do that, you guys was I giving see? up by just not having them in the playoffs? Is that's that giving up on like... this team. For what they're doing now, that's completely giving up, I would say. I guess so. Based on who's on this team and their roster constructed, if they don't make playoffs, it's a disappointing season. Even if they miss by a point, it's yeah, it's a failure so. of a season. So, so yes, yeah. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I had them like just so on the outside looking in, but no, it's nice to see. Like I've followed They're a legit them, team. obviously for a long time, and it's so nice to see them come back to who who they are. Like, and Magiapani being the second best goal scorer in the league this year with fifteen and twenty games. Yeah, our third best yeah, goal scorer, like, I guess, because Drysdale and Ovi. Yeah, like the last couple of years, old man Giapani and uh, Duve were getting the. Those are super good seasoning years. Like, yes, I know. Last year, Magiapani was team. really good. Last year, I he was so underrated. Yeah. Last year for how he played. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think those were two key, like, bad years for them, honestly, because, like, they could have done whatever they wanted to those two years. It wouldn't have wouldn't have happened. You needed to wait for Duve and uh, Magiapani to kind of become more solidified players and now that they're like this you surround them with a coleman yeah coleman's look good there hey? top nine i like yeah, coleman man. there i i i criticized yeah. it a little bit off the start because i was like that's a lot of money for a blake coleman but like he's really fit well on this team and i just love how yeah, he I plays know, I, I even like I even talked about how i thought this was going to be a good contract and it never really clicked in that like maybe this brought the team back going but i guess the problem is is that i thought vancouver was going to be good yeah now, if you would have yeah. told me that vancouver was going to struggle i would have completely flipped calgary into my third spot and i would have taken vancouver out yeah that is 100 percent. if somebody would have told i would have me put vancouver seattle have in my a, third have a super rough season or if they're gonna fire their coach or just some random future telling right. thing i would have 100 percent taken yeah or put calgary in in place of them because i believe they would have a much better year um because it's been just so weirdly like just a, a, a shift down from what y'all expect the last couple of years other than like your man giapani you know and your uh, young guys so i undervalued uh, this team yeah so years to just slowly beat out valamaki and now that he's now now it's settled now it's yep. settled like you know valamaki's probably out the door and he's, he's yeah team, i hear he's so. being traded i'm hearing trade rumors with valamaki um I looked at this it's, decor though, and I was like, "Yikes!" Chris know, or, yeah. Chris Tanev is the only defenseman I trust on this team. That's it. And when you look at this, like, tell me you can't look at this team on paper and Vancouver's defense on paper at the start of the year and not said Vancouver's defense was way better. Yeah, you cannot tell me that you didn't believe that. Like, you could definitely see holes in Vancouver's. But there's way more holes it looked like in this decor, but it, guess not. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but, I guess. We're, uh, I guess. But Markstrom's the, the, been no. The defensive, like you can have holes. Like your defense looks really good, Vancouver, but you have defensive, like, uh, not stalwart defensive. When you look on paper, exactly. When you look at Calgary, at least you can check all the boxes defensively. And in the game uh, today, I wouldn't have said that at the start of the year. Boxes, no, would have disagreed a hundred percent of the time at the start of the year. There's Chris Tanev who can all defend. All they have is the defensive defenseman, though. 
but like, they can't. But they're bad defensive defensemen, is what I was getting at. The start. This is like I'm just saying how I felt at this team about Zadarov the start of the year. Like, yeah, I thought Zadorov was going to be was the best. Last oh year. yeah, are you crazy if you don't think he was? Tanev was by far their best defenseman. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he was that's why I was defense. saying. Like, as, as I've not said one bad thing about Tanev. Said Tanev's our okay. goalie, D-man. So, like, you don't trust Hannafin's defense? I didn't at the start of this year. Okay, that's... well, I, I, I like the, all those players defensively. The, the, the area I was worried about with Calgary's defense was any sort of offense. Like, that's, that's what really worried me. And handling, obviously, uh, the all the minutes for, like, Hannafin or whoever else was going to need to fill in for Geo. That was obviously a little bit of the worry, but I thought there was just not going to be much offense and stuff like that. I thought they could play good defense. Obviously, we all should have thought, like, well, if it's the Sutter system, they'll only play defense in a sense. And they, haven't. Sure they haven't. They haven't. Their defense just playing defense crazy. Super good, you know? Um, but, yeah, like, when I look at Vancouver's defense, I can understand their, their actual defensive side of the puck being a little bit weaker than Calgary's, but... I thought the offensive side and just the dynamic of most of those players would over outweigh that. But Calgary is using their strength, using their strengths, they're using their guys to their strengths, basically. You know, like they're good defensive D men. They're not maybe amazing offensively, but if they do the simple things, let the forwards deal with it because they got a guy like Coleman in now and they've got a good full forward group, you know. So, sort of. Yeah, they're still, it's still a little bit of a hole at center on this team for sure like monahan's not your number like lindholm i like lindholm in a top six role for sure but i feel like you need another top six center really desperately other than monahan i still feel that way about this team yeah, now, no now i i'm i know i sound so negative on this team this team has been so good and at the start of the year i had zero faith i didn't think this team was gonna be good whatsoever i thought they'd be more closer to like the low end wild card team than anything i thought seattle would be better than this year and i was well wrong about that i think a lot of people were though too um i i don't know like i, I honestly i'm looking at this team right now i'm like wow this team kind of sucks on paper <laughs> this is kind of crazy i thought uh sutter was washed i thought he was not going to be a good coach because he hasn't coached for a long time he's got that older mentality which is kind of slowly shifting out of the game didn't see how fast the game goes working for them, but Markstrom playing out of his skin. The defense is just gelling better than I ever thought it would have this year. I thought this year would be like a nightmare defensive season, and then next year maybe it's better because they changed a lot. And then this offense has just been nonstop scoring. Goudreau looks fantastic again. Obviously, we nonstop talking about Magic Pawnee, Blake Coleman we mentioned again. Matthew Kachuk is also a name we didn't even bring up yet, crazy enough, and he's probably all around their best forward, like him or Lindholm. So, no, it's yep. it's just a good team. It's gelling well. Sutter's getting the best out of these guys, which I just didn't expect to happen, frankly. Yeah, I fully agree. Like, I remember at the start of the season, I did not really think this was going to Everyone was scared work. about I, it. I'm really Understandably, too. How I what i missed really like That's, i don't know i yeah. must have been clouded too much over like vancouver being so great or something like that i know where i got clouded with this team it was the season and also before Seattle. for me it was the season before when they played in the canadian division which was the worst division and still couldn't crack the top four that's where yeah. i was like oh 
maybe Calgary exactly, isn't man. good. Like, is Calgary just, like, not great, I was thinking? Like, when Goudreau isn't scoring 100 points a year? Well. And I wonder, and that was a very valid question then. Like, the goal, they get a brand new goalie Markstrom who just didn't work that year. And yeah, things look down. Yeah, it Calgary. looks good right now, that's for sure. But, yeah, in all reality, this is going to probably slow down quite quickly. Like, for them to be first at the end of the yep. year is a real, real big dream. Because I don't know if you've noticed around the league, but other teams are starting to wake up. Yes, they are. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's all you are in Calgary. Jordan, do you have any notes you want to add? No, I mean, I'm just loving this Calgary team. There's not much to say beyond let's hope well. it continues. Yeah, fair enough. No Everybody's playing well, really. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's throw it over to your injury corner now, Jordan, while we're kind of getting closer to the end of this podcast. We'll do the injury corner, and then I got one last uh, headliner segment, basically, we can talk about. So, uh, awesome. kick her off, Jordan. Well, we'll start with the most recent one. The, uh, the Flyers are losing Derek Broussard for at least a week, week and a half, it's looking like, with a lower body strain. Yeah, uh, so that's, that's a right. tough blow that's for right. the Flyers, who are already quite injury riddled. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you exactly. have anything on Hayes? He's back. Yeah, he's back. Showing that he's out, I thought. No, he's back. He's. he's... I thought he re-injured his. I thought he re-injured his. Uh, like his surgery or something like that. Oh, I didn't hear anything like that. No, yeah, week to week after a reoccurrence of the same injury that required surgery uh, in the postseason. So, like, why he was out uh, earlier, he, like, re-injured that yeah. or something. Yeah, no, I didn't hear any of that, actually. I've uh, just been seeing him play well recently, so that must have, like, just happened. Yeah, he hasn't played for, like... He was only expected to miss a handful of games. Yeah. So. Um... The Devils are losing Tice Thompson for at least several months. Yeah, so that's, that's a big blow, a uh, shoulder injury. That's it's rough. a big blow for a young guy. Yep, 22-year-old no right winger. Um, Ethan Bear has tested positive for COVID-19. Right. That's actually... Yeah, so that's shitty. Along with like nine thousand other people, yeah, in fucking three weeks, like my god, yeah, but I, I, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little different, probably a bear. Like he tested positive. There's been so many false positives this year. Yeah, like there hasn't been actually that many players that have had COVID, but it's just false positives because they have the antibodies in their system. It's not, yeah. they're not actually, they're not actually ill. Them. Or yeah, or just being placed on protocol to be safe. Yeah, exactly. A lot of this is is the doctors saying no. Yeah, it's precautions. Yeah, and doing testing um, every day. Big blow to the wild. Jared Spurgeon's going to be week to week with a lower body injury. Ooh, that one's rough. That Ooh. one's rough. I didn't know that for a couple of weeks. He's been red hot this year too. By the way, like he's casually yeah. been scoring a lot this year. I'm going to pull up his. Stats yeah, here in three seconds. Yeah, but epic. Yeah, like he's he's got like, he got eight point seventeen games. I guess it's not as good, but there's been a couple games where I've just noticed him everywhere offensively this year. So, anyways, you can continue. 
Yeah, two bad ones for the Islanders. Uh, Brock Nelson is going to miss two to four weeks with a lower body injury. He's currently in the center. Points scorer. Yep, is there or and goal scorer as well? Probably their best center, honestly, for everything involved. Yeah, most reliable. Yeah, another bad one for them as well. Ryan Pulak has suffered a lower body injury, and he's going to be out for at least four to six. Yeah, weeks. that one I've heard, and that one's really rough. They really need him on that power play. Um, yeah, he's a key in that. Dobson's team. gonna have really need to uh, step it up. Like he's in this power play for them. He's gonna have to jump in and play a big, big role. Yeah, big blow to the Lightning. Braden Point's gonna miss four to six weeks with another Saw body that. injury. Yeah, that, one that really just sucks blows. in general. Missing seeing him play. Yeah, two of their best players are out. Kudrov yeah. and Point. Like, yikes! That's that's rough. Um, Senators are losing Josh Brown for at least four to six weeks with an upper body injury. Yeah, he was trying to make a name for himself on that decor, but yeah, I'm sure there'll uh, still be an opening when he comes back. So, uh, an important one, Barkov. His injury is only going to be week to week. Yeah, it's a it was a knee injury, but it's not. We're gonna yeah, it's not going to require surgery. Yeah, that they're really worried about that, and they said they're not gonna yeah, make any. Mayfield. Yeah, they're not gonna make any moves to fill in the gap for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, that's what they came out and said. So that's good news. At least he'll be back soon. Yeah, later. That's really, really good news. No surgery is always fantastic news with players. Yeah, exactly. It means a lot less rehab time. Required. Oh, so much less. Or it's not and less for strain. The player two, three years down the road. <laughs> we'll yeah, deal with that later. <laughs> it, it depends on how the injury happens, yeah. but. If it was close to a tear, then maybe it should have been better to tear, but or a full tear, I mean. But anyways, continue, Jordan. That's okay. We got one more. Um, a long term one, unfortunately, at least the rest of the season, if not longer. Uh, Dimitri Jaskin of the Coyotes. Oh, what? injury. Oh, rip. I didn't hear about that one at all. That's right, man. That's rough. I like. I like Jaskin. That was a player they probably could have gotten like. A- a deep like a third round pick at the deadline for fourth at least yeah. a fourth round pick that really this blows guy is, and he's, he's awesome just been lighting it up in the khl or whatever and then he comes here and he can't do nothing i feel so bad for the guy i like asking yeah. i know i like him I thought he's a good he was, two-way like, when he was with st louis man like i thought yeah, he, he was, was be real impactful and he just kind of floated away and dissipated like he's just can't hang with the nhl like everybody's too good for him which yeah that's just that's seemingly it is, how right? it is like one assist in 12 games like yeah, like great. i said the guy lights it up when he goes to europe but he just can't do it just can't do it here. yeah play so per game in europe comes here and gets hurt like god damn <laughs> yeah he's he's not ideal but <laughs> no worth uh, the money right bud oh yeah oh yeah big time is that the last injury jordan yep okay uh cool well we'll close out the podcast on this i just pulled up a couple of uh, headlines from Sportsnet that are just uh, at the quarter mark of the season, things that they've learned. So we're just going to kind of basically as topics to talk about. So first one, Connor McDavid is fantastic and generational, but Leon Dreisaitl is the MVP. Kind of hard yeah. to disagree with that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, is he just, he's, he's clearly like the first player. Like- yep. 
absolutely everything. Well, like, I don't think like McDavid's maybe better. Not absolutely everything. McDavid's but, a better uh, player. McDavid's one hundred percent the better player every single day. I don't know, man. Yes, he is. If so okay, much. no, don't galaxy brain yeah. this. Please don't galaxy brain it with Drysdale. He's awesome. I'm willing to say Drysdale's number two, and I literally said days ago that McKinnon no. I think is McDavid's a better player. McDavid's yeah, the best player no, we've ever seen. I'm one hundred percent in the exact same boat here. When you watch the Edmonton Oilers play, your eyes are glued to McDavid, whether he's got the puck or not. Yep, he's the most dynamic player of all time. He's got Drysdale's just got that other side of the game you don't see. I feel that pops that doesn't pop out, and like obviously, yes, McDavid is is the greatest because he can just literally score at any time he a, wants, change change From a game anywhere. or whatever. Yeah, so, he's like that's. It's just the size of Drysaddle and stuff like that. I feel like, like when it comes down to actually playing, like you really do not want to be on the ice when Drysaddle's on the ice. Oh, absolutely not. You sort of thing. It's a, but, that's no, like, that's the same thing though. McDavid's one, Drysaddle's two. <laughs> it's just pulling hairs. I don't know. It's just, man, I wouldn't like to play against somebody who's like six four and oh, that's wrong. Sure. True. And literally, the goal scoring is the other thing that like. He's got a little. He's got an edge on McDavid when it comes to actually like just putting the puck in the net continually. Like he's been able to do it a lot more. But I also want to point out too. Yes, he has been better at scoring Drysdale. He's the first one to get twenty goals. He's got nineteen games this year. However, watching that power play, yeah, one and one and two anymore. It's one and one right now until. Okay, fair enough. I'm still going one and two, but. To me, in Drysdale, every time I watch that power play, Drysdale's open half of the power play. They mark him, and then McDavid gets pucked, and they go, oh, shit. McDavid pulls three guys out, and Drysdale gets a 1T. Now, I'm not discrediting Drysdale one bit. Like I said, second best player in the NHL. That's not disc- I don't think that's discrediting him one bit. But the way McDavid just pulls players out, and nobody can stop him unless they take a penalty... It's yeah, McDavid's just the greatest player, and Drysdale. But Drysdale's the MVP thus far, the way he's yeah, played. I can definitely. That's what that. I can agree with. But overall, like one game, winner take all. You're taking McDavid every single time, and if you don't, I think you're overthinking it too much. Is where my mind goes. Uh, move on to next, and we'll go to Alex Ovechkin turning back the clocks. Turning back the clock and is still going strong to chase down Gretzky's goal record. Um, obviously, Ovi is 15 goals in 20 games and has been outstanding. Jordan, why don't you kind of talk about the experience since you are a Caps fan and watch definitely more than we do? Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. That's all I can say, right? Like, Absolutely. He looks like he's having a blast out there. Every time the puck goes in the net, it's it's like it's his first. Well, oh, That's yeah, for sure. Changed. Like, how... Never, how, <laughs> never has. No. Before. How... I think how lucky you and I are to be, like, watch OV for you and Crosby for me in their whole career. Just yeah. be the best players in the league for so long. Yeah. So long. What they do. Yeah. And just breaking records and ov is like right there man he's gonna do it like i was hesitant at first because i was like with these shortened seasons i think that might screw him a little bit um he's probably at some point diminished but i thought he was gonna be like 
a little worse than this. But he's now he's going for a goal a game pace. Yeah, like that's what's crazy. He's on pace. I think I read for like sixty eight goals this year or something. Maybe a little bit more. But like, I mean, Drysall's on pace for eighty two. But like. Um, yeah and he was like yeah he's never yeah he came out and said he's not gonna get that but Ovi if he gets at least 50 I would not be shocked one bit this year if he gets 60 that's where I'll be like okay like he's 100% beating Gretzky's record you get 60 in a year when you're only how far is he off like 150 ish something like like, around that but yeah like to me this is like the one this is like the last year where he can really do this unless he can stay in good health and stuff like that for next he's year always been really in great health back. he's always but been in great health so i don't see i do I really feel like this is the this was like the last year to be able to have a year like you have had you know like for sure see the same sort of ov that we've been seeing and we're almost seeing more which is wow like that's so cool like it's amazing how much better at the full game of hockey he's gotten as the years roll on it's yeah just love for that sure. guy. he's adapted well with the game and i mean it helps with his size and everything. i've never seen him carry a team when he doesn't have like his when he doesn't have his boy backstrom around like usually when backstrom so you guys don't usually do yeah. too too hot man and it yeah <laughs> you guys look Awesome, the connection there. You guys finally, yeah. I think, feel comfortable without Backstrom for the first time ever. Yeah, not that like you're not that you're better without him. It's just like, okay, if he's out, we can still. It's do not it. as big of an issue, yeah. And yeah, hey, another player that's that scary to think about. That yeah, game. it is. That's gonna win a cup again, like they could bastards. Um, <laughs> well, and that's why I'm gonna bring up their first line center right now, and of getting Kuznetsov and. Holy shit, how good has he been this year? He's yeah. been outstanding this year, and I we all questioned it. I remember everybody I needs to hate I, this guy more. Hey? <laughs> everybody hate this guy. Every start of the year, yeah, say and, that he's gonna be the worst player. And he'll and score 30 and get 70 points. Like yeah. maybe that's what we need to do for maybe. some people. That's what that's what GMs are, are getting paid for. Yeah. They need to know their players that well. Like, okay, we just got to rip this guy. Just tell a reporter to just <laughs> rip the shit out of your players so then they just play better. Well, I mean, though, based on how he played the past, like, two years, since they won the cup, realistically, Kuznetsov's been bad. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, yeah. Like, he, he's not it. been very good at all compared to what he was that year. So... Um, well, I mean, you know, something to mention too is that some players do take that pressure from the outside media and the fans. And oh, and well. they love it. They and love it. And others don't. Yeah. A good example of that is Jakob Zaboral. He has recently deleted all of his social media and he says he's, he has felt so much better because of oh, yeah. just the, obviously his position yeah. where that's people expect it so much that's one thing that i think is an underrated thing players should do is like it's i'm fine if they have like a social media account but i don't think they should have full complete access to it in the sense of like going and reading comments like just just post like for promotions and like endorsements and stuff have it it makes more sense and it makes more money into teams and leagues and gets you interested in the player more but like just don't answer anything don't read yeah. any comments. Post what you're going to post and ignore it. If That's other than that, love- just take out, like, don't have social media. 
it's that's why so I love Doty, hey yeah he's just straight up like i don't care i'm reading yeah. everything i want to hear different. what you have to say like straight up like and I'm that's all, the he's exact hockey, so. but that's that's the exact opposite of the spectrum that we're talking about with zaboro like yeah, he exactly. thrives off that oh like Doughty loves being told your ass it's like okay i'll show you he loves it even more when players on the other team call him terrible now if you listen to his yeah. mic ups but like no definitely there's definitely a lot of players who thrive and don't so uh i'm gonna move on to these uh teams with legitimate surprise potential uh starting off we've got the anaheim ducks i know we kind of talked about them but i'm just gonna list the teams and just can say whatever notes you have to say if you have any um so starting off like i said anaheim ducks starting with troy terry and zegris obviously lighting it up i like the oh yeah that that reminds me uh i have so much more respect for mcdavid and even troy terry because uh they ended their streak uh yeah it's Terry ended his streak at 16 games, one before the old, my boy Zetterberg, and McDavid respectfully <laughs> ended his at 17 and tied my boy Zetterberg. So <laughs> hats off there, McD. I respect you. Attaboy. That's what I like to see. <laughs> For the record, McDavid, I wanted to see you kick the shit out of that record, but <laughs> anyways, we'll continue. Respect your elders. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so Anaheim Ducks, you guys got nothing on them. We did talk about them already, so yeah, I understand no, if you're good. good. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. I know we also kind of a little bit talked about them. Can we talk about for a second about Max Domi and how awesome he's looked the past couple games? Like, he's scored, like, I'm pretty sure, like, four goals in the past, like, three games or something like that. He's looked Yeah, that's how you awesome. play when uh, you're trying to get traded. Yeah, honestly, he really wants out of there. I don't. I, oh, he did at least. I don't know if he necessarily would now because they're actually playing <laughs> offensively. It's like, so funny when they do when players do that. Hey, they just like go into the year and they're just like, "Get me out of this place. Yeah. This is terrible. I don't want to be here, guys." Don't and then your team does good. Garbage team, and then they just play good, and you're just sitting there like, "I'm so dumb." Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Kind of. Some players open their mouths a little too play. quick. Um, I'm healthy and they, I feel like I might not get started. Yeah. This game. Well, he's like, over a point per game right now. He's got seven in seven games, two goals, six assists. So um, <laughs> that's awesome. He's been doing real good. Just want to talk about this team and uh, Cole Sillinger too. Crazy. Is he going to play the whole year? I I don't see why not. He's already I played seventeen. So, so is the first year is burnt already of his ELC. Yeah, I don't see why not. Like when I heard that he was one of the more ready players for the NHL, I was a little thrown away when we were looking up uh, draft time. Yeah. But like, geez, I actually think he was actually going to play like the whole I year. didn't think he was going to be this ready. Like I thought maybe like these guys could start the season, play its first eight games, seven games, and yeah, like yeah, show who they are, but maybe not this. I did never expect Cole Sillinger to do this. To play every game. <laughs> and yeah, be, and no, be good. Fully, be great. Fully agree. Like, this is something you wished a guy was going to do a couple years from now or something like that. Which is, like, kind of like Dawson Mercer. Like, who are these guys well, stepping in and just being like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm playing hockey. Cole Sillinger single-handedly probably won the Seth Jones trade. <laughs> like, 
for, for oh, Columbus. Whoever made those trades for those picks won. Like, whoever got those picks won. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. It was, like I said, it was just, why would you be trading these high of picks? Yeah, uh, I like, agree. As Philly, as whatever, you know, like, I'm not saying it's not, it's, it's not bad to go and get a OEL or it's not bad to go get a Risto. But like we even said, are you going to keep Risto? Like, <laughs> you might not even be able to keep Risto. So, like, yeah. but anyways, like, yeah, man, that, I don't think it was a good idea at all. The like top 15 picks, man. Jeez, yeah, they were like top 13 picks, weren't they? Yeah, they were, uh, I think it was something like that. They did like a pick swap, one last, second last pick of the draft for Chicago and yeah. then Columbus moved and up. And that, like, Columbus gets have... next year's Chicago pick. Yeah, and this was a year that there was clearly 10 players, 10 just skaters that were for sure going to be pretty pretty good. Like they're real yep. good hype on for sure 10 players well they didn't and get to play as much so yeah, they didn't get to play as much so like the placement of where they're drafted is gonna like in 10 years we're gonna look at this past draft and go yeah how did they mess up so bad and it's strictly gonna be because of the pandemic yeah because like what people if didn't play Johnson is the best yeah like, that's what, what totally possible you know like all you needed was that year or something so yeah, yeah what it's just so weird that they did that. Like, like I was saying during the draft, it's so funny that Dallas just started. It's like they were the only team that was like realized it, you know? Yeah. They're like, okay, yeah. Give, <laughs> you want to trade up three picks? I'll take yep. three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give, me like, give me them. Like, For uh, sure. So. No, they are just winning. That Chinnikov with Stillinger is just awesome. They got Elvis has been right outstanding. Now. He's a top needs 10. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's another note we should bring up. We should put our condolences for Lion A. And his father just passed away last week. So that's oh, why that's he hasn't been playing. Out. Yeah, that's oh, why man, he hasn't been playing. Hey. Yeah. I didn't hear anything. I thought he got hurt. I it was on. No, he no, he's, uh, he's not. His, oh, his personal leave, his dad just passed away. Columbus tweeted about it, I think, a couple days ago. So, yeah, I, sh- I should have oh, wow. started off with nice. that. That totally slipped my mind. Was it on the Twitter version no, the last couple of days? So I literally like, caught oh, it as kind of I, kept out of that. I caught it as they tweeted it. I don't think I would have seen it even if I hadn't noticed within the they tweeted it within the hour I was looking at Twitter. So it's the only reason I noticed it. So I mean first well, off weirdly enough, when stuff like that happens, that really kinda gives a team a boost. Like that yeah. really gets you like thinking about only hockey. Like let's For just, sure. Let's get hockey in because let's not think about stuff like that, you know, like all the best for you know a teammate and stuff like that but yeah makes you want to play even better yeah and when your goalie this outside stuff going on yeah when and also when elvis is top 10 in goals of saved above expected oh well what do you have when you have like, pads that nice like you're not oh yeah like get in front of them yeah he's been so good <laughs> i've been loving my choice for him for vesna like no doubt eh? looking just, real yeah, good top. love it so love this columbus team I don't think they'll be able to keep it up, unfortunately, but I think they're going to be... They could be finally a really good team next year. Or not next year, in the future. I mean, like a competitive cup contender. Uh, Moving on to the final team who has thrived this year at the start, Minnesota Wild. Um, We we didn't really talk too much about them. Do you want to... Do you guys have anything? I'll throw it to Jordan first. You got anything on the Wild that you want to bring up? I mean, how good is Karel Kaprizov? Yeah, first thing you should bring right. up on that team. He is so, right. so good. When you talk good. about Minnesota, you talk about Karel Kaprizov. He's he he creates so, so much for that team that mm-hmm. it's a miracle yeah. he doesn't have more yeah, points yeah. than he already does. 
Yeah, yeah people a level of offense to that team that they yeah, absolutely crucially need. Yes. What are you saying there, Chase? Uh it's just uh just a lot of fantasy players and stuff like that or like should I be worried like this guy's not scoring goals and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I I have him in my like, team, so like super good, hey, like playing yeah. amazing hockey and stuff like that. I know. Like, oh man, he's not really scoring goals like I thought he would. I oh, know. Man, should I trade him or what did I do? Yeah, that's yeah. I no, know, I've been this, keeping this him just is... waiting for him to like finally start popping off on my fantasy team. Like this team is straight up Ryan Hartman. Like this is awesome, yeah, man. I love this, this guy. Team. Found himself. This is so cool. Um, it looks like they got Greenway, Erickson, Eck, and Felino together. Yeah. So cool. Maybe we can get some Greenway going here. He's been playing basically a fourth he's, line. He's dude. been rough. Probably just start because Duhane's been just unbelievable. Yeah, Duhane's been know, real good. Like, Rem Pitlick. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. No. They're they're uh, random guys. They're really starting to pay off now, you know. And then Nico Sturm, a Duhame, yeah, yeah. Pitlick. There you go. You know, Love like it. Talbot's been guys. great too. Like goaltending's looked well. Like uh, their defensive fix, like unlike Vancouver, you know, they yeah. brought in the right pieces. The right pieces work. Olagoski's you know? looked dope. I love the Olagoski. So. Yeah, he's been getting mad points for this team. For um, sure. Old Johnny Merrill always just looks like a beaut, but. No, I love watching this team. Like they are exciting, exciting games all of a sudden. Yes. Like, like I said, the only thing I can be worried about is just man, they let in a lot of goals. Like, yeah, they do. If you guys can't keep scoring, you're probably well. And Spurgeon a... being out for an extended period of time now is not going to help that. That's yeah. for sure. But Dumba's been playing pretty good. Dumba's all Has right. He's been playing good enough, like buddy. We'll know, find out. He's he's, he's, he's the number up. one guy. He's super good. Right, like one of these days, we've been saying it for. This is his chance. But this is the chance to do it. Like he's the best defenseman on the team right now, frankly. Man, he got like fifty points that one year. Like, where are you, Dumbo? I, I, what, what if that was just a season that isn't? What if he just isn't that player? What was that year? No, yeah, it was. It was fifty points in eighty-two games. Oh yeah, one full season that he played. Like, what if he isn't necessarily that player and just had a really great year? That's also something that we can talk about. Um, he did have four straight years of getting a, getting ten goals. Which yeah. Is oh yeah. I'm not saying he's not a top goal. four, very good right hand defenseman, but I'm just saying maybe he's not like a 50, 60 point guy consistently. Yeah. As um, a defenseman though, getting older, 27, 28, he might actually find another. Yeah. Little, never know. Might find another gear. Another gear. Uh, let's God. move on to. He does like. God, this team's going to be so ridiculously good. For sure. Let's move on to some teams with legitimate disappointment this year, or at least potential. I'm going to probably breeze through this a lot faster because we kind of talked about all these teams. So first off, Vancouver. I'm going to skip that right away because we've talked about them long enough. Uh, we got the Islanders here to talk about. We kind of talked about them. Do you have guys have any other points you want to bring up about the Islanders? Because we did talk kind of in depth. But no, I think I said everything I wanted to Jordan, say. do you want to... Anyone, anything else? Are you good? No, I think I'm good. All right, and then finally, Montreal. So, not surprising, these three teams at all that are in this fold. Um, yeah. I don't really feel like saying anything else about Montreal because I'm starting to feel bad about how I've been talking about the Habs this year. <laughs> like, yeah. like, at first, it was kind of funny Absolutely. because, like... I was hearing Habs fans all last year, like, haha, we're going to the cup final, we're going to the cup final, even though we shouldn't be. Like, yeah, man. Like, I was so uh, sick of that. I was like, yes, they suck. Like, fuck you guys. Ripped, 
The amount of times I got ripped on like cap friendly when I did like a trade or something. Like I think when I did that Dumba trade, people yeah. were ripping me for saying that the their, their pick this upcoming year was gonna be like a twelve or ten to fifteen or something like that. Like guys are just losing their mind. Like what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, I'm just saying you're gonna like just so miss the playoffs like isn't yeah. that like isn't that like pretty much like as good as you want to do this year like what are you talking about if you guys squeeze the playoffs obviously yeah that's that's the goal like like last year yeah but, right now but, it seems yeah, to they're just going blow to it get up. a top 10 pick like 100 easy like, for sure yeah I'm so like, it's I just really I don't see too much light coming out because like Petrie's not there. He's old. Unless too. Edmondson like actually I love like, Petrie. changes the face of this team when he comes back, and same with Price. Like, like they're one hundred percent bottom ten. Like hundred percent. This team is Whether, even if they come back and play good. Like, but like this yeah. team just has never been that great. Like, why does all of a sudden these people think that like Montreal is this awesome team? They went to a cup final last year. Great. Good for them. They shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. Statistically. <laughs> like, if this was a regular yeah. season without a pandemic, they miss playoffs. That's a legit fact. <laughs> and it's just, I don't understand where this false hope yeah, is coming from. Can you not? It's probably, it's probably why they did so good, because they weren't supposed to be there. Like, the Leafs were smoking them. Want, you know, like... Like, we don't talk about that series enough. The Leafs dominated Montreal in the first four games and were up 3-1 and then gave them the three wins. Yeah. Like, completely gave it to them. The Habs weren't better at really any time in that series against the Leafs. The Leafs just beat themselves. And mm-hmm. then they got on a run. They beat Winnipeg and just kept going like vegas gave up on them too they, every team they, except they for tampa are, gave up on montreal and said ah it's montreal they are trending towards what we were kind of talking about they got a uh, polling in there trying yeah. to be the savior saving grace <laughs> i love paling man fourth line center right he's now. been good yeah, he's been good gonna be the next the next one coming up yeah like like he's got three points there's, three goals in seven games saving grace for the team it's polling coming up and yeah. just lighting it up taken over for like a third line center role instead of yeah exactly Evans that, line. i love evans but, so i don't mind him as a third line i think he could eventually get yeah, there i don't either i think he's wicked on that team. um another guy like gallagher hey like he's you... struggling right now i'm hearing they might trade him there's a big rumor going when around when they signed that contract it was inevitable they were going to trade him oh like, for right? sure but like it's weird that's this early this is the first year into deal isn't it Pretty sure it is. Probably, man. I think this is because I think they signed an extension a year, like two years ago. Yeah, so so I'm pretty sure it just kicked in this year. So that's not great. This year or last year, and yeah, Yeah. no, it's not. No, it's not bad. But like, like, it's Chris Kreider's contract. Is what it is, pretty much. It's Chris Kreider just on a different team. Yeah, and he doesn't score as much as Kreider. Okay, let's not not this year's Chris Kreider. I don't know last how to year's Chris Kreider him to Kreider because I do feel you like it's. I see yeah, a little bit. It's just net front presence. Year, like, they play similar roles, very, similar cap hit. To me, he's been very off. For yes, yes, he has longer than just this year. That injury like that, at the end know? of last year does not look like it's sitting well at all with him. So that that definitely could be nine years old, man. Yeah, hey. but. Let's uh let's slide off of Montreal because I like I said I don't want to bash them too hard, but I can't really say much good about them right now. So 
Uh, last stuff we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the best off, best and worst off seasons quick. So the best free agent signing, trade, worst signing, worst trade. So start off with the best and they're saying the best trade, Pavel Bushnevich to St. Louis for Sammy Blay in a second. Do you guys agree with for that? What? For what did best we talk trade, about? Best trade of the off season. Like this off season. Off season. <laughs> Pavel Bucinevich to uh, St. Louis, yes. like for them winning. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, that's pretty nice. St. Louis stole. Uh, yes, um, the runner-up for it was the Alex Nedeljkovic trade to Detroit. Yeah, so. that was what came to my mind. Yeah, just for yeah, how little they got him at. Little, yeah, they gave a bag of peanuts for him. Yeah, they gave like a goalie in a third or Bernie in a third round. Third pick round or pick, man. Third round picks, dude. They're not bad sometimes. But they're not yeah, bad. But like, look at Nedeljkovic, who he is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, no, they wanted to go with the old... It almost seemed more like a free agent acquisition. It did seem it like, like a, a trade because they signed him. It, yeah, because like in all reality, it was clear that like they wanted to just have a veteran goalie, like a, a stellar, like solidified veteran goalie and not have like a kid in there and put the weight of a Stanley yeah. Cup on him. Yeah, that's so, definitely you know. it. But I don't love that because I think they should have not signed maybe Ranta and kept Nadelkovich. Like... That would have been better, but you know, yeah, no whatever. Doubt. I'm not the GM. I don't make these decisions. So yeah, you could have easily done that. Well, let's sure. let's continue on Carolina and talk about the best free agency ad, which is Freddie Anderson. They're saying, which kind of hard to disagree. Yeah, there's enough. There's two other names here too, though, that are honorable mentions are pretty big. But Freddie, oh, probably the other guy. On Zach, that huh? um, no, actually, or yes, it is. One is Tony D'Angelo, one million. Yeah dollar deal for like an elite offensive defenseman he's awful defensively like you so just like but i've never noticed this but like what does he skate really weird like is he always he does like this yeah yeah yeah. super good skater i thought he was so smooth he's not he's not a smooth skater but he's fast like stuff like that but like i was watching him and he looks like he's got something up his bum and like i don't know what's going on like i've like he's just a different player i swear he (laughs) skated completely different like i don't think he almost so looks like a cowboy on the ice or something he looks but he looks like he's skating just... kind of normal to me like not normal but like for him normal yeah, i, I think know. he's it's pretty quick strange. still um but back yeah, on... this is how he skates it's yeah for sure <laughs> um so they say freddie then tony and third being zach hyman obviously well i'd almost i'd almost well, say zach hyman Zach Hyman. i'd almost yeah. say zach hyman because i'm gonna say like, no perfect I'm going to say no because he plays with McDavid and Drysdale, and, like, that's nice. And Freddie has, like, the greatest goaltending numbers. Like, and nobody expected Freddie to be this good, right? That's, I like, did. I put, I put money down okay. on him winning the Vesna. So, maybe maybe yes, not no I one, did. but a lot of people were like, oh, he's washed up. He's not great. And like, oh, yeah, look, look at my Leafs fans. Maple Leaf news. Oh yeah, for sure. It was all. It was mainly Maple Leaf news. I've always liked Freddie. I've always liked Freddie. I've never had an issue with him. I didn't think he was gonna be this good though. I never would have guessed he'd be this good. I'm still. I still relive the whole them, like the whole Anaheim having to choose over Freddie and Gibson after Freddie went like 17 yeah. one and one at yeah. the end of the season. They, had they to chose between crazy enough, guys. still chose right. At least they chose right. Uh, so, oh yeah, and Freddie's still you sick. Never want to get rid of Gibson. Uh, you don't Gibson, get rid of Gibson. Like, nope. 
let's move on to the. But work. no, I do like Hyman for the best signing because I think that's a piece they've needed. Like they need that extra piece, whether he's playing with great players and it's yeah. making him seem so much better. I think that was oh for the, sure the Nuge. That's the other side of Nuge they needed. No, I I hundred percent agree. Group. So I think. I give him number one just because I believe there's several other goalies that could have could be where Freddie is right now. I'm gonna go with Freddie still because I didn't expect him to be this much yeah, better. Just jealous. Like, well. like Carolina no, no, is like so much better than I thought they'd be, and I still put Carolina in first. Like for my standings, they're that good. Yeah, like they have the least goals against. Like. The, they're playing. Yeah, consi- they're considered playing poor right now, and they're six three and one. This is poor for their season at the minute. So that's where I'm like, it's got to be him. He's made them just look like the best team in the league, frankly. <laughs> so that, that, but like you're not wrong with Hyman. Hyman's like right, right there. So uh, let's move on to the worst trade and then the worst signing. They got. This, can you guess what the first worst trade is? No. It was the biggest trade so of the offseason. It was the Seth Jones trade. Risto? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. right now. Fair enough. Um, it's, it's Seth Jones. I'd probably agree with that. They gave up Adam Boquist a second, a 2021 first, and a 2022 first. Like, that's not great for return for Jones. And are that's well, getting Jones that back? Cole Sillinger. Cole, yeah, it was Cole. Sill- Sorry, I just that's they all got, I have in front they of got me. Cole Sillinger, Jake Adam Boquist, Jake Adam Bean, Boquist. and probably that's a top Jones. top ten pick next year. This this yeah. draft. Yeah. So who even cares what those picks are? You already won the. trade. You've already won the trade with that. Yeah, they could have not gotten the pick this year, and they probably win the trade still. So. Like I understand that. Like uh you might not like win a Stanley Cup because you don't have veterans and stuff like that when you make moves like this. Yeah. So, like you're losing. He was going to leave uh, anyways, Seth Jones. That's... I don't know. The way I see it is if you keep making moves like that, you'll definitely be good. Oh, if you for keep sure. Trading for veterans, you definitely fall off or keep paying for veterans, bringing in veterans at the wrong like time. That. Yep. At like, the wrong time oh. you gotta do it the right timings and i don't hate seth jones like he's not been great i don't hate seth jones i just don't see how chicago looked at the team and go we're a seth jones away from being a cup contender i don't know where like their logic where stan bowman's logic went with that apparently same logic had- he used when they buried the fucking I feel like that would be so. different if they at least had keith man you know like he's was a big piece of yeah, that yeah. Just team just the team they wouldn't you know? be able to get seth jones without keith though is the issue being gone mm-hmm. is the cap yeah so no doubt that's the biggest no issue dope. this trade just was like crazy off the start we knew it was too much for chicago paying already and it's just not worked either not that yeah, seth jones talk- have been terrible but let's talk about some stan bowman trades quick because in all reality it's not even just well, we're, trades, but well like, can we save that for next podcast? Because we're kind of like getting close on time here. Uh, just like literally like two seconds. I'm just want to okay. bring like, look at the guys like Ryan Hartman and some of these guys that are just not on this team Philip anymore. Deneau. The trades that they've made getting the, yeah, Philip Deneau. They traded Strom for Schmaltzy yeah. and like just. Schmaltz uh, is also gone. Moves, 
have weirdly not worked out, but they also do work out because they do have prospects and stuff like that. But yeah, man, just look around the league and start realizing yep. who all these like small moves were that Chicago just gave up. And like Ryan Harmon might be a second line center for the rest of his career. Like I wouldn't pretty... stretch it that far, but he's it'd been be, very good be this crazy. year. <laughs> that would be pretty oh, nuts. He's playing it right now. right now. That's for sure. Absolutely he is right now. He's a second liner right now, but I'm not willing to like say after yeah. after yeah. the first twenty games of the season that he's a second yeah. line. It's center, just that there's so. a lot of like super two good players that just floated away from yep. the Blackhawks. Eh? Oh yeah. Wow. And now lots, they have Seth Jones. Lots of bad stuff happened in Chicago we didn't realize. So apparently. Um, let's move on to our final topic, the worst free agency of the offseason. And hilariously enough, it's the same team with the best signing. Uh they got. They got Yesbury Kakanyami. At signed at six point one for one year, offer sheeted, obviously. We talked about this in depth in the offseason. And he's currently demoted to their fourth line. So ooh, playing fourth line. Now. Yeah, nice. ten min- and saying this, he's just over ten minutes of ice time. One point in his last eleven, uh, with very favorable offensive zone and sheltered minutes. <laughs> so that's rough. That's really bad. That's not looking good. And I mean, we all looked at that money and we were like, whoa. <laughs> not gonna live up to that not gonna live up to that but like i understood some of the logic if he could do well and then you could sign to like a eight year five million dollar contract or something right like maybe he'll because he'll take the term but i would rather give up money than picks on picks on picks on picks yeah i agree and that's so, what everybody else seems to do so here's... Like, i'm very okay with the fact that they went ahead and said we're gonna kind of waste this money to steal this player for the future and um yeah. i i if, if he's got to play third fourth line for a year or two then so be it um yeah they're obvious this is good they're not gonna have to pay him this all next year well no <laughs> they know? might because because if he doesn't sign a deal for cheaper he'll just sign a 6.1 qualifying he can do that for the yeah. next five years if he wants to yeah, like, or they back. can let him walk. It's either going to do that one year at a time until they just say, Kate, no, we're just not going to sign you at a 24 year old and he's not doing anything or something, or they're going to have to sign him six million dollars if he doesn't just say, Okay, I've not played well, give me four million dollars for like a long ass time and I'll sign it yeah. just so he gets a yeah, guaranteed yeah. money. Yeah, all possible. So, all possible. Never know what's going to happen. We'll have to wait and judge this this offseason. His boys and Aho and stuff like that, like, I'm pretty sure he's... I'm not worried. Work. I'm not worried about Kakanami. I'm not that worried. Yeah. But thus far, based on the offseason, he's probably been the worst oh, because of the money, sure. what they gave up. <laughs> so, And then the honorable mention is Nick Ritchie in Leafland, which is kind of funny. So... Um, but that's that's all the. What do you mean? Didn't they put him on the first line again? <laughs> yeah, but he's got one point this year, and it's a, he just okay. No, he just got his first point the other night. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yes, he just got his first assist the other night, and I'm pretty sure they just put him back down the lineup and moved Bunting back up to the top line. 
in the LA game, if I remember correctly. Oh man, Richie or Bunting looks good on that. I love Bunting. He does. Simmons, man, like you almost gotta find somebody else. Like I know I was saying that I know Bunting would end up in the top six there. I think he will. Plays on the bottom six. Screw it, man. These plays way way for this year. If they could get a trade deadline, if they could get like a Raquel healthy for the top six for one more year. Oh yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be so awesome for that team. We assist the old Richie, hey? Nice. That's clutch. Not great. Not great. Wow. <laughs> Two Not... power play assists. He yeah, but he just <laughs> got he just got those points like within the past three games. Uh... So yeah, not looking good. Well, but... I feel somewhat okay about Colin. I didn't think he'd be like. I don't know. Maybe he's just. I thought he'd be better being than being more irrelevant. Hey, than know what though? Actually, think maybe he'll be better a little bit. Later I think he's been like, okay. Yeah, Expecting. With... Expect like no points whatsoever here. I think he's been okay at a in a fourth line role though, Richie. He's been effective there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't yeah. disagree with that. It's the two point five million you're paying him to play there is the issue. You're paying him eight hundred k. Leafs don't care. Leaf fans do not care that Richie is on that team on the fourth line. You would like him to score more, but you're really like, okay, whatever. Well, score at all. Like, that's where yeah, oh yeah, for scored. sure. But that's what but, I'm saying. If he's a bottom, yeah, right. a fourth-line player not making $2.5 million, it's like whatever. But he's making $2.5 yeah. million dollars and was expected to be in a top-six role. Classic classic Leafs luck, hey? Like, make some contracts. Oh, we had to give this guy an extra year. Oh, whatever. Well, Can, well other other contracts will pay off and all that. Oh, but they God, did. Yeah, that was is the, the one, difference. One contract. There's only one contract they shouldn't have went two years on. But like, <laughs> the Kasha's looked great. Like, Bunting's looked fantastic. Oh, They've made some good signings. The Leafs this offseason. Oh. Just the one that's going to cost them the most cap <laughs> is screwing them the most. <laughs> So yeah, like how much? How much does it cost to give somebody make somebody pay two million dollars? Hey, how much does two and a half million dollars cost in draft picks? Uh, yeah, well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out how much it is to bury that. So unless they trade Kerfoot first, that's and, actually a good point. Wait. How much does it cost if you throw him in the A like next year or something? Well, like, half of the contract if you is bury it half it's half. Hit? Yeah, that's how it goes. If it's above like a certain number, it's half or something like that. I or a certain percentage of the cap, it's half. I would need to see how much. Yeah, I just remember like Russo and Beagles was like one point eight. Yeah, and they were making like three something. We're making straight three. So yeah, so it's it's just over fifty percent then maybe based on the cap. Uh, well, let's see how much cap he takes up. Oh my god, he is. Oh, that's crazy. Who he's all being paid more than Richie? Looking, he's making three point one percent of the cap. So yeah, I imagine it's probably around like fifteen hundred or one point five mil. Sorry buried that is still yeah. under but i'm not sure so but anyways uh do you guys have any final notes before i close out the podcast here no i don't think so no no i'm good all right well thanks for listening everyone go follow our social medias on twitter and instagram at the couch on ice you can find our youtube channel there too we're posting podcasts there we're gonna post some videos there soon uh but for now we'll catch you guys on tuesday's episode and 